This is the Vancouver Giants pregame show. Turnover and now a pass forward on side. Lysel scores! A post at one end and a goal at the other. Zach Ostopchuk sends the Giants home winners. Taking you up to puck drop on Vancouver's home of hockey. Sportsnet 650. Game two. WHL playoffs is here and it is upon us. Welcome to the pregame show and welcome back to the Angel of the Winds Arena in Everett. The Vancouver Giants up 1-0 in their playoff series with the Silvertips looking to head home with a 2-0 commanding lead in this first round best of seven series. Welcome to Everett. Welcome to Angel of the Winds Arena. I'm Dan O'Connor, pleased to be joined alongside Bill Wilms, Justin Morissette is home and doing the heavy lifting from the studio in Vancouver. Bill, nice to be back here in this booth with you. Uh, the voice still feeling a little bit shaky today, my friend, but uh, the dramatics, the excitement of yesterday's 5-4 overtime win for the Vancouver Giants, probably not helping the voice all that much, but today's a new day, today is a new game. Uh, of the eight first round WHL playoff series to start Bill, just one of the road teams was victorious in game one. That team was the Vancouver Giants. The home team going seven and one in game one. But last night, five assists from Fabian Lysel, three goals from Adam Hall, a goal each from Alex Cotton and Colton Lankow. A 5-4 come from behind win in overtime for the Giants in a game that they never led for a single second. Adam Hall gets the overtime winner and now a chance to really put a fright and a jolt into the Everett Silvertips if you can follow it up tonight. Couple of things to get to right off the hop. Jesper Weichmann returned to the Giants net last night 34 saves, he was terrific. He will not play tonight for the Vancouver Giants. He will not play, Will Gursky will start today with Connor Martin backing him up. Safe to sort of say that. Uh, Jesper Weichmann, date day, uh, dealing with some lingering soreness from that injury that kept him out for 18 games. Could he play game three? It's a possibility. He will not play game two. He's not even in uniform. The Everett Silvertips are making a goaltending change as well for game number two. Braden Holt is in. Cohen McInnes is out. Uh, the leading scorer, goal scorer that is for the Everett Silvertips, Jackson Berezowski, still out. Man, oh man, the storylines in abundance. And we're only in game two of this series. Um, a big opportunity for the Vancouver Giants who have a home game Wednesday night at the LEC Bill. What a chance to really make their mark here in round one. Yeah, you talk about excitement uh, of an overtime winner in itself uh, is very, very exciting, obviously. But the fact there was excitement from a Vancouver Giant standpoint throughout that game, they came back from a 2-0 deficit. They came back from a 3-1 deficit. They came back from a 4-2 deficit. No panic, no fragility, no getting away from the game plan. Anytime you come back from two goals at any time, never mind in the playoffs, in the visiting arena, 
of a team that's been number one in Canada, and I'm not even sure where they ended up, but certainly the top three or four in the CHL. That's very, very impressive. And if you look at the various matchups, go over them real quick. The goaltending battle. Weichmann, 34 of 38, 895 save percentage. McInnes, 35 out of 40, 875. They won the goaltending battle on the road. Defense leader. Who contributed defensively and offensively from the back end? Alex Cotton was plus three. Oren, Olin Zellweger was plus three. What about the forwards? You won't get a better line last night in production than a stop check Lysel and Hall. They had three goals. They had eight assists. They had 11 points. They had 15 shots on goal. Well, if you look at Everett's top forwards, top three, you had, you know, Hooten and Swetlikoff and uh, Hofer, three goals, two assists, five points, 13 shots on goal. Uh, what about discipline? All right, Vancouver was two for four on the power play. I love this. Everett was only one for two. The two power play opportunities, that was it for Vancouver. They gave Everett two times on the power play. That's discipline. They won that battle. Here's a big one. Face-offs, it was 32-32. And that's really important that at least they don't lose that face-off battle in this building because you just cannot lose face-offs in your own end and have the puck go back to the blue line, Vancouver Giants blue line, to a guy like Zellweger because all of the offense starts when he's got the puck on his stick. Uh, so that was important too. End result, after the first period, it was 2-0. Vancouver outscored Everett after the first period, 5-2. to two. Tremendous effort. They played like a veteran team. You and I talked about it in the room before we came up here. We talked about the 19-year-olds that Vancouver has. We talked about the 320s. This is an older team. And they played like a veteran team. But for me, the motivation started and ended from the team standpoint by the fact that Weichmann was back in the net. I can't, I can't get anywhere around that. He was the biggest motivator for this group. Uh, they played with intensity. They played, I thought, with great sticks, great stick checks all over the place. Gap control was wonderful. It was a physical game. I, you know, heavy, heavy on the puck. And then they weathered the momentum shifts. And here's the biggest one. For period two and three, I'll swear that these, this crowd in this building that's awful loud was about, what, 3,500 yesterday, 4,000? They sat on their hands most of the last two periods. That doesn't happen here very often. If you need a reminder, four home losses. That was it. And then Fabian Lysel, I, I, Dennis Williams said he was the best player on the ice. He said we had no answer for Fabian Lysel. They're going to have to find an answer. And remember, though, on the other side of that coin, you've already addressed that. Everett had no Berezowski, their leading scorer. That's 46 goals. And, Dan, in that game last night, when they lost Goot to a game misconduct, a guy that's a point-of-game guy, that might have been a factor in Everett as well. However, having said all that, it's another game here tonight. Will Gursky's going to play net. I love what he did the last two games of his uh, Western Hockey League WHL final season. He's 19, but I'm saying the last two games in the schedule, I thought he earned a spot definitely as being the number one backup. 
Uh, th this game tonight, Bill, to me, reeks of a desperate Everett Silvertips team. An Everett Silvertips team that stumbled into the playoffs. I don't want to say that they, you know, crawled in or limped in, but their, their record going into the postseason probably left a bit to be desired, despite the fact that they finished first, but... Um, an Everett team that's down with nothing in this series. No time for them to push the panic button, but all of a sudden you're down two nothing in the series and you're going on the road for three of the next, what could potentially be three of the next five games, gulp. All of a sudden you're gonna, uh, I would say the anxiety meter is, is climbing if all of a sudden the Silver Chips find themselves down two nothing because it's not exactly like they were nine and one going into the postseason. Well, yeah, exactly. And you know what? The other thing too, you keep in mind they played five games. These two teams, the four during the season and last night, Vancouver's won three of those five games, three and two. You look at Vancouver leading scorer in those five games. Fabian Lyseldan has got a goal and 11 assists. He's got 12 points in those five games. Hall has got six goals in those five games. Uh, on the other side, Hootenin has got four goals, five assists for nine points. And Zellweger, how about this? He's a plus nine in those five games. Uh, the power play, Vancouver's leading that battle too. But here's a massive, for me, uh, concern. All five games that have been played, Everett has scored the first goal in all five. And, uh, you know, Vancouver's come back, obviously, to win three of those five and given up the first. This is not a team that's easy to come back on when they score first. We're talking, where did they finish in the top? Do you happen to have the top of your head? I won't ask you to look it up. But Everett had to be top three in the CHL in terms of where they finished in the CHL standings. Uh, yeah, on the rankings, for sure they were top four. Top I, four I, for I, sure. I know that for sure. And an Everett team, Bill, that went leading after 40 minutes of play, 42-0-3. You know what? I When I was preparing today, I started thinking, what did Dan say? And I yeah. couldn't get to that, you know, uh, on my phone as easy as I wanted to. 40, 42 one and 2 when leading after two periods were the Everett Think Silver about Tips. that, folks. I mean, I know teams' records. Automatic. Are automatic. If yeah. you're leading after 40, you just about always win. However, what, what sticks out to me, Bill, in the three moments, the three different scenarios last night where the Silver Tips had a two-goal lead, the Giants had space. The, well, the, no question. The, the Giants were able to generate offensively. That hasn't always felt like the case in recent years with the Everett Silvertips. You remember the years of Carter Hart. You remember the years of Dustin Wolf. But the encouraging thing, maybe one of the more encouraging things that I took away is that even down two goals, the Giants had room to generate. They had room to get shots. And that battle in front of the net is going to be of ample importance. And, Bill, what I think it stresses tonight, because the Everett Silvertips are going to start strong. They need to. But if the Giants do find themselves down by a goal, one, there's the familiarity and having come back to win three times against them when trailing. But it's the fact that you know what you have to do to create chances and create open ice against this team. You did it last night. Tonight should be no different. Yeah, it, that was exactly what we were talking about, at least in my mind. It was more about 
chances than it was by of shots on goal. However, when the shots on goal are extreme, you know they're 50 uh, or they're or or they're 10. Now the shots on goal really tell me a story. It tells me where the puck is. But then after the first period, let me go briefly to shots on goal. To your point, what you said. Everett went, after the first period, this is their three-period shots and goal, well, two plus overtime, eight, nine, and five. I mean, when has an, you know, when has an Everett team got so few shots on goal and unable on the other side of that coin, to your point, they couldn't contain Vancouver. The neutral ice was wide open. Giants generated so much speed managed the puck so well moved it to the right guys the guys without the puck were moving so that when they pass was completed it was going north you you can't be a team that makes a lot of passes east west because you're not going anywhere i mean yeah there's a good completed pass let's say at your own blue line or in your own zone or in the neutral ice area you got to get passes going north you saw seattle you saw portland we've seen the teams that can do that when that pass is completed they're going the other way now vancouver in those Shots on that in period two, three, and overtime, eight, 11, and 10. They outshot him 29-22 in this building. That was very, very impressive, I, I thought. But, and you know what, going in tonight, if, I said it already, but I'm going to say it one more time about Will Gursky because that's that's a major goaltending change, and you got to respect exactly you know, what Fabian Lysel's situation is. Uh, I mean, he's got his future ahead of him, you know, in professional hockey. I thought the last two games that Will Gursky played, he, the overtime loss against Kelowna and the 5-2 loss at Kamloops, he faced 40-plus shots in those two games each time, each of the two. His save percentage was 9.08. I'll take that. Yep. I'll take that. If you're creeping up to 9.10, no problem. And I thought, as I said, I think I said this earlier, it conf- those two games confirmed for me that he has got the backup job back. Uh, if if Weichmann never missed another shift, I still think in my mind, and I think the team's mind too, that the guy sitting on the bench, number 31, is an adequate backup goalie. But we'll see how that plays in tonight because this is a team that's going to have to really carry on right where they left off Well, and, and Braden Holt at the other side for the Everett Silvertips too is um, you, you know a storyline to watch. I mean, the, the, the goaltending tandem for Everett this season was such that they both played 37 games. They both finished with an identical 909 save percentage, but you've got two goalies now that did not play in game number one. Who is going to be able to give their team the biggest boost? Well, you know, against against Vancouver, Braden Holt, he's the 18-year-old from Bozeman. He's played twice. He's got 0-1-0. He's only 8-6-2 save percentage. That's important to me. And after Dustin Wolf and Carter Hart graduated from the Everett Silvertip system, their goaltending has settled to this point. They traded to Saskatoon to get McInnes, and they drafted Holt in the 12th round, an 18-year-old from Bozeman, Montana. Um don't want to say their goaltending is bad, but it's not top tier, certainly not at this point. 
And goodness knows I've said this how many times in all the playoffs I've been involved in because I've seen it, Dan. I mean, goaltenders make their reputation so often. So often you think of that series back in 07 right. or that series in 2014 where that goaltender did this or did that. And, uh, you know, that, that, that really is where they, they firmly you know, make, a, make their reputation. But you know what? Last night on top of everything, when you look at what happened, uh, the skill guys I thought were great, and we can't, I mean, we can't camouflage that. Vancouver's Giants have got guys up front that can score. they got some skill guys. But those foot soldiers, I talked about it last last night. Lanko, 17. Semenuk, 16. Lipinski, 17. Cull, 17. Bocek, 18. They were an important part of that game last night. For, for sure they were. Colton Lankow gets his first goal in the Western Hockey League. Uh, he is a question mark for this game, Bill. Um, Colton Roberts took the warm-up. One of Mazden Leslie, Colton Lankow, or Colton Roberts will be the final scratch tonight for the Vancouver Giants. And then just to tie a bow uh, around Braden Holt, sixth on North America's central scouting list for North American goaltenders is Braden Holt. Draft eligible this year, probably will be drafted to the NHL, but... Um, not bad for a 12th rounder. One of these teams is going to need their goaltender to step up and be counted today. Um, before we get to the coach, Bill, I'll, uh, just one final thought on Everett. Um, you know, Alex Swetlikoff, their leading scorer, scored a goal. Olin Zellweger had one assist. The main driver of offense last night for Everett was Nico Hootenen. A beautiful goal scorer's goal in the third period. A shot that just snuck through everything. And, and Jesper Weichmann had no idea where it was. It was that good a shot. The uh, the celebration in front of the bench. Um, he's a shooter. This Nico Hootenin, the 224th overall pick in the 2021 NHL Draft, uh, a factor for the Everett Silvertips, a deep Everett team that no doubt will be looking to the finished player, second overall pick in the recent CHL import draft. I love your voice, dude. Are you feeling strong? Ish. Good. Yeah, uh, you know what? When you say 224th, I always like to say, and you're right, last pick. Mr. Irrelevant. He's a last pick in the NHL draft of 2021. But I also talked about the fact that in that seventh round, you have got, you know, some pretty good players. you got Tyson Kozak from Portland. you got 32 goals. you got, you know, Jalen Leipin from Edmonton, 29 goals. Um and, and as I mentioned last night, I didn't know Cale McCarr had a, had a brother, and obviously I don't pay that much attention, but Taylor McCarr was drafted in that uh, last round as well. Uh, Ronan, uh, the year previous. Ronan, yeah, the year Ronan previous. Seeley as well, yeah. So, you know what, and, and, and Hootenin was the second overall WHL pick in the Euro draft. Uh, if, in fact, he continues to do what he does as a last pick in the National Hockey League 2021 draft with Tampa. That is by far as big a steal as you could get, I think, in a draft. Well, that late. I don't know if another last pick. I don't even know what the last pick in the NHL has done Ooh. the last 
say, five or six or seven. They, they rarely play and you know what? seventh rounders. I was looking at this very fact a few days ago, and there was a recent last overall pick in a draft. I will find it for you Good. when we hear from the head coach, Michael Dick. This is the pregame show. We're counting down a puck drop. Earlier this evening, I spoke to the head coach of the Vancouver Giants, Michael Dick. You've already, at worst, earned a split. How do you get the sweep of the weekend? The head coach, Michael Dick, and his thoughts right now. Coach, you came, you saw, and you took game one last night on the road against this Everett Silvertips team. The turnaround today, um, let's first start with just the takeaways, the positives. Having gone through the game again at least once or twice, the positives that you were left with, factors that allowed your team to take a one nothing series lead. I like the resilience, you know, the fact that we were down 2 nothing, we fought our way back twice from two goal deficits and, and, and stuck with it. Our power play was really good last night. I thought it generated a lot of momentum. And uh, I think just the fact that we got better every period. We talked before the game about, you know, could there be a player in mind that, that could really you know, make an impact for you in the playoffs. And I know Adam Hall has been a, a guy whose game has been trending in a really good direction for a while, but he gets the three goals. Can you just speak to what he did with the puck, what he did away from the puck that just sort of enabled him to be the benefactor last night? Well, he, he finished on his opportunities. I mean, you know, where he plays not only five on five, but on the power play, he's able to get to the net and, and he has the ability to finish. And he did last night, uh, you know, defensively, he played a heavy game. A really smart, solid game. So, you know, definitely was one of our better players, better two-way players last night. Speak to your discipline, the fact that you only took two penalties. I know that was something that you mentioned before game one. You, you really want to be a common thread for your team in the series. I think that's, that's why we got better every period is that we didn't. Um, you know, so we had to address it after the first period. And, and uh, you know, the message was received. And, and, and I thought... Uh, I thought our discipline was good. It was a heavy game. It was a physical game, and, and it's going to continue to be that way. Uh, a lot of back and forth today about, um, you know, just the, the health of Jesper Weichmann. Of course, given the recent injury, um, he won't go tonight. It'll be Will Gursky's net. Um, just a thought on, on the performance of Jesper yesterday and the opportunity for Will tonight for your team. Well, I thought Jesper played really well. You know, for a guy that hasn't played in quite some time, I thought uh, he gave us a chance to win and, and, and was very solid in the net. And obviously his presence gave us a lot of, you know, a lot of uh, energy and, and, and certainly a lot of confidence. And, you know, the way Will's been playing, uh, he can do the same and he has done the same. You know, how well he played at home against Kelowna and you know, 40 saves and, and then in, into Kamloops the next night. So... Um, you know, he's, uh, he's ready for it, and, uh, and it's his turn tonight. Were there any surprises yesterday from the team at the other side, the Everett Silvertips? No. Um, you know, we, we knew exactly what they were going to bring, and, and, uh, and they did. You know, they put a lot of pressure on us early, and, and we were able to sustain it. At absolute worst, you've got a split. How do you ensure that you sweep the weekend here in Everett tonight? Well, I don't know how you ensure it, but uh, you know we'll certainly give it our best. Uh, we just want to build on what we accomplished yesterday. I think we established a few things, and we certainly want to build on it. Coach Michael Dick and some of his pregame thoughts. Uh, Bill, just to tie a bow on our recent conversation, uh, Jacob Middleton 
uh, current winger with the Minnesota Wild. Final pick in the NHL draft in 2014. Now a veteran of 76 NHL games and um, sort of paving a nice career for himself in the NHL. Uh, but uh, thoughts from Michael Day. Real quick, uh, you talked about that power play in overtime. And he talked about the power play generating a lot of momentum. Well, I, and I won't go through it all again now, but I talked about the chess match going in overtime. Dan, you knew. You knew when, when we, we never even mentioned this in this broadcast. The game was tied with six attackers on the ice when Cotton scored. I mean, that's the comeback. And then to cap it off in overtime, you knew that the silver tips were going to come out hard in overtime. And there was about a minute and a half. It was a, maybe two minutes. It was all in Vancouver's zone. And I remember Vikman making two big saves. And I thought, okay, how can Vancouver get the puck, you know, back into the Everett zone? And wouldn't you know it was Lipinski's line. It, it was Lipinski, it was Semenuk, and it was Lankow. They got the puck in the offensive zone. Then they put out the Ostopchuk line with Hall and Lysel did Vancouver. And remember, they had to ice the puck. And I'm going over it. I said I wasn't going to, but it was so Im impressive yeah. to me. They had to ice the puck, Everett did. And what happened? They called the timeout in overtime. Why? Because he had to keep, he had to keep the same guys on the ice. Shortly thereafter, they got that power play. And Michael Dick talked about that power play generated, a, and so did Keith McCambridge. That power play, you remember how close they came to scoring? And we're in overtime now. They almost did. The power play was terrific shortly after that. All of this changed the momentum around. It came out with a bunch of Everett momentum. It changed it, and Vancouver scored in overtime. A Lysel, two on whatever that was, two on two, two on one rush. Lysel drops it for, they crossed over in the, going into the offensive zone. He drops it for Hall, and Hall rips it home. But, uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed that five-minute overtime, six-minute overtime immensely. But tie a bowl around it, the power play was that important. Two for four was the Giants' power play. The penalty kill, one for two. Uh, the scratches for tonight's game looks like this. For Everett, defenseman Dexter Whittle. Forward, Jackson Berezowski. Forward, Jesse Hesla. And forward, Vincent Lamana. Giants scratching Matthew Hutchison, Jesper Weichmann, Ty Haliberta, Cole Shepard, Caden Cole, Jacob Boucher, Brandon Pentecost, and Justin Ivanusik. Silvertips will start on defense. Ty Gibson and Olin Zellweger, Nico Hootman, Ryan Hofer, and Jacob Wright up front for Everett. Giants going with Alex Cotton and Damian Palmieri with Zach Ostopchuk, Fabian Lysel, and Adam Hall. Starting goaltender for Everett is Braden Holt. 24, 6, 2 and 2 on the season. A 2.56 goals against and a 9.09 save percentage. Braden Holt goes up against Will Gursky for the Vancouver Giants. Will Gursky, the starting netminder for the Giants, his first taste of playoff hockey in a Giants uniform. Gursky is the starting netminder presented by Mutual Fire Insurance, protecting the net just like Will Gursky. Mutual Fire Insurance has you covered. The lights are dimmed, the anthems are imminent. This is game two of the Giants Silvertips first round series. Take a break, we're back with the anthems. White Spot, Vancouver Giants hockey on Sportsnet 650. 
This is Vancouver Giants hockey. Now pass for Lysel, who's by the D. Fabian Lysel scores! It's time to drop the puck on Sportsnet 650, Vancouver's home of hockey. He's going to avoid a check. Shepard, side of the net, tried to slide it in, a stop check, scores! Here's Dan O'Connor and Bill Wilms. The Giants have ensured a split. Can they get a opening weekend in the playoffs? Can the Vancouver Giants take a 2-0 series lead back to the LEC on Wednesday night? We are about to find out. Dan O'Connor, Bill Wilms, Justin Morissette teaming up to bring you tonight's matchup between the Giants and the Silvertips from the Angel of the Winds Arena. And the referees, Josh Albanati, Jeff Ingram, Brent Mackey, and Adam McMaster's man in the lines. John Essex is the video goal judge. Giants in their road red uniforms. Gonna go right to left on your radio dial and your webcast screen. Silver tips. Their home whites with the green trim. They are gonna go left to right. At center, already. 
Some pushing and shoving between Hootenden and Lysel. And the referee. And it's Hootenden getting a warning. Let's do it. Underway. Damian Palmieri chipped in and played to the wing. Alex caught right wing side. Sharp angle shot and Braden Holt. Early save, early whistle. Yeah, always, you know, there's it's little things, Dan, but to get the puck in the offensive zone like that and have Alex Cotton in deep, right into the bottom arc of the faceoff circle, take a bad angle shot, good. You gotta make quick plays with a puck on your stick, especially in your own zone. That will alleviate pressure. Faceoff inside of the Everett zone, and it's Adam Hall behind the net. Leaves behind. Lysel has an open man on the point. Palmieri could not handle it. Lysel, first guy back there. And a pass back to the point. Cotton, as they take a chunk out of Lysel along the right wing side. Played up the left wing, here comes Everett. And shot in, up high, into the corner. First guy there is Campbell for the silver tip. Played behind the goal. And grabbed along the right wing, Roost. To the point, shot through, that went wide. Kept in along the left wing by Sutter. Left wing Campbell, Campbell to the slot. What a move and a shot wide by Roost. To the right wing, Lambos turned it over. Penalty coming up to the Vancouver Giants just a minute and six seconds in. It's a hooking penalty. I don't like it, I just hate it then. I, you know, based on the physicality of what happened last night, you just know that somebody's gonna take a penalty early in this period. Don't like it, I don't, I, it could have gone either way and I'd have said the same thing. Uh, unless it's flagrant, unless it's obvious and I haven't seen it, but I know the referees wanna keep a lid on things properly and yeah, I get, to, I get it, it's the right thing to do, but boy, it's tough when it goes against you. First power play, first time that silver tips were in the Giants' zone. Let's and it's Lysel in the box. Goot. Right wing, his shot, blocker Sam Gursky. And the rebound clear to the corner. Silvertips come away with it. Zellweger, left side, one-timer scores! A bomb from Nico Hootman. Well, he's playing that left point in that situation. Not sure that's where he started out on the power play. But that puck goes back to the blue line as it does a thousand times in a season. On the power play, goes across the blue line. Scrum in the corner, it's won by Everett. Now you go defense to the far side to Hootenit. It's like D to D and a blast back of the net. Again, the guy can shoot the puck. This is now the sixth game that these two teams have played. Counting the regular season, it's the sixth time Everett has opened the scoring. On their third shot of the game. And an early lead for Everett. Six times now against the Giants. Everett scores first. Can the Giants play the comeback kids yet again? Zellweger will get an assist for sure. And down the ice, Giants ice it. Oh, they're gonna say no. Ahead, chip forward. Jacob 
Jacob Wright with his third point of the series. And now a turnover. Giants don't get it out. Roos, left wing, to the point. Zellweger, Gibson, Zellweger, shot through, blocked by Mount, and deflected out of play. Giants need something here, Bill, to turn the tide early. This yeah. place is rocking. Yeah, I know, exactly. You know, you know, it's not only the first goal, it's the first goal early in the, you know, in, in the, uh, in the game. The, the two regular season games in this building, Silvertips scored in the first two minutes of both of those games. And, you know, the place is tough enough to play in. The crowd gets into it immediately when you score. You're right. This is a face-off to the left of Gursky. Who's going to be the line? Who's going to be the player? Who's going to get it in the offensive zone? Turn this momentum around. <laughs> Shot from the left point. Goes wide. And now in the right-wing corner, the Silvertips have possession. Giants free it. Mount unable to clear it. Colton Roberts will play it up the right wing. Now across for Alex Cotton. Left wing, a pass forward. Too far for Peyton Mount. And now up ahead. Mazden Leslie will hammer it in. And now around to the right wing. Cleared forward. And now up ahead, the Silvertips will advance. Leslie stops at the right wing. Play to the right wing, Lysel. In the middle, Ostopchuk. Trying to slide his way in. Down he goes, taken into the boards hard. Back to the point, Leslie shot through, Holt save. Not a bad pushback there, I didn't mind that at all. Again, Leslie made a good play in the, at the blue line. I like him handling the puck the way he did, and now on the attack coming up the ice, Good pass to a really streaking Zach Ostopchuk. You know, right through that neutral ice area, entered the zone, but couldn't split the defense. Doesn't matter, face off is made, uh, or save is made, face off to the left of Holt. And in the circle we go. Justin Lees escapes, and behind the net. To the point for Toth, low shot, tip wide. Thorpe sharp angle, that tipped high and out of play as the Giants get their second shot on goal of the period. Yeah, no, that's good, good work. Uh, again, Michael Dick says, you know, this is an offensive zone, an offensive faceoff. Guess who he puts out? He puts Zach, he puts Adam Hall, Zach Ustamczyk, and Fabian Lysel. Again, obviously, now you can generate with that faceoff in the offensive zone, you hope to generate a really good scoring chance. In Everett territory, clean faceoff win for the Giants. Canoe. Rishot through, tipped out of play. So the face-offs, so far so good. The zone time, Bill, so far so good. Totally agree, I mean really, uh, there's not a lot you could do when Hootenan shoots the puck the way he did. You don't canoe there. One thing I've noticed about when, since he's been with the Giants, he kind of gets pucks on the net with a shot. Right wing side, cleared by the Silvertips. And now the rush, left wing, shot through, blocked. Right wing side, Hofer. Cleared up high and the Giants now advance it forward. A pass from Horning, picked off. And now Hootenin. He'll take it for a skate up the left wing. Hootenin crossing in onside. His shot blocked by Connor Horning. Now to the wing. Ty Thorpe in front of the net for Cadu. And Cadu 
Gonna gain the center line and he's gonna ice it. And that will bring the faceoff back into the giant zone. One nothing Everett. We played four twenty-eight. A little, little bit tough there for Kundu. Number one, he got caught at the offensive line, but I like the way F three. That's your forward three that takes place of Kundu getting caught at the blue line. That was Zach Ostopchuk nullified a two on two, and this time. Kadu iced that puck. He wanted to get it in deep, but he didn't want to make the icing, make the 200-foot shot. Can't make a change. Same guys have to stay on the ice. Again, now becomes an important face-off. To the right of Wilgerski. And Everett will get possession. Campbell, left wing. Perfect pass. Gibson, point blank. Arm saved by Gursky. Needed to make that one, and he did. Kept in, though, by the Silvertips. In skates, Peyton Mount. He'll reverse it. Too far for Canoe. Trying to clear it now behind the net. Connor Horning. Left wing for Mount. Now for Canoe. Right wing, chip deep. Gibson. With Thorpe giving chase. A reversal behind the net for Zellweger. And now a pass up the middle. Here's Everett. Good speed. Down the left wing. Bo Courtney. A shot rip wide. Giants get it back. Lipinski on the rush. Trying to gain it. Palmieri stepped up. Kept the play onside. Behind the net. Lambos. A backhand clear. Down by the Giants. Did Camazola touch it? Yes, he did. No icing. Damian Palmieri throws a big check along the wall. And that will keep the puck on side. Loose behind the goal. Rimmed around the boards to the left side. Here come the silver tips. Pass too far ahead of the intended target. And now the Giants. Collision in the middle as Hall flattens his man. Here's Hemmerling. Chipped in on Gursky. Save made. Exactly six minutes gone here in the first. Silverchips lead one nothing. You know, there was a two-on-two. Two. You could hear the crowd. You hear the crowd roar like that, folks. It means that there's a rush happening. Damian Palmieri almost played the two-on-two on, two on his side perfect. You like to force that play into the corner. He forced it into the circle. The shot went wide by the Everett Silvertip player, and then he followed that up in the other zone. Did Palmieri with a great hit. That was a nice shift by the 17-year-old. And the Giants behind their own goal. Leslie to the right for Toth. Toth going to reverse. He'll protect it. And now cleared. Ostopchuk. Good lane down the left wing. Trying to cut to the middle. Nearly did. Bumped in the far in the near corner. And rimmed around the goal. Matt Ng with Toth. Bearing in on him. Kept in by the Giants. Behind the net. Stolen by Hall to the slot. Lysel fanned and blocked in front of the net by Everett. Good look there for the Giants. They just couldn't get it on net. And the silver tips clear and change. Connor Horning will play it up the right wing. Knocked down by Zellweger. And he'll go back behind his own goal for Everett. To the right. Long feed forward. Chipped deep by Hootenin. And referee going to blow play down. We'll go to break. 7.04 gone in the first. Silvertips lead 1-0 on Sportsnet 6.50. And we welcome you back. And the Vancouver Giants in a 1-0 hole. 
here in the first period against the Everett Silvertips. Faceoff coming out outside the Giants' blue line. Silvertips gonna gain the line. Wow, was that a good play by Roberts. On, My gosh! On Zellweger, but the puck kept in and a high shot. Steer to the corner as Roberts knocks down Zellweger. And Mount will spin and advance the puck. Knocked forward the other way. And back to get it is Connor Horning. Roberts in to help him. Friedel on the right wing side. Justin Lees tried to go across, turned it over. Shot from Roost wide. Loose at the side, Gursky kicked out the pad on Campbell. And now in the blue paint, Lees on a backhand. This time will get it out. And Seminuk gives chase. Turned over, back comes Everett. Lees takes a bump out of his man. Cotton, hard clear. Not out. Lambo shot through. Gursky to save. Lee's going to just dump it down the right wing, and that's going to go for an icing. Dan, I want to go back to that, that Colton Roberts play. That puck was in the middle of the ice on the blue line of the Vancouver Giants, and it went over towards the boards. His acceleration, his first step to get to the wall and eliminate the player, the Everett Silverton player, was just so impressive. Why? That means at 15? Huh? He is, and I mean, you... Um, what a future. He, he has made a, wonder, <clears throat> a wonderful early impression with management, coaches, teammates, has Colton Roberts, the 11th overall pick in well, 2021. He's gone, he's gone from the season when he's been brought up to this level now, the next intensity. This is a playoff, this is as high as it gets in the Western Hockey League. Uh, and he's playing with a big crowd here and he, he just uh, he looks so reliable. We'll see if he's counted on for the rest of the, you know, for most of the game. Certainly for the rest of this period. Nice. Sh shots are 10-2 for Everett. But yeah, it, it's, it's, it's been swayed at this end of the ice, there's no doubt. But it hasn't been, again, the scoring chances, not so much of shots on goal. I said that yesterday. Right, yeah. I, I, I'm more interested in playoff time with scoring chances. Uh, the shots on goal will take care of themselves as long as you don't get grade eight chances. Goaltenders will generally make the save. Behind his net is Alex Cotton, and he'll reverse to Damian Palmieri. Left wing Hall. Knock to center, right back in, go the silver tips. Yeah, they've had three times. Three. This is the third time Vancouver's had possession in their own zone. See if they can get it out. Now you've got a bunch of silver tips back. That puck's got to go deep. A, a little more defensive structure maybe for Everett, not wanting to let the Giants free wheel as well, much as they did well, last real, night. Real, real quick, Dan, if you've got possession of the puck, most teams will back off a little bit. Lysel, right wing corner, trying to sidestep a check. Left yeah, four wing. guys around. Yeah. As the silver tips intercept and they get it back into the giant zone. Now out to center. Lipinski. Collision in the middle. And he'll try to backhand it deep. Picked off by Zellwinger. Kicks to the right for Gibson. Now to the right wing. Good for or good pinch by Toth. But it's Everett that will gain possession and they will skate it out the left wing. Right wing. And backhanded behind the goal. Left wing, Toth. Long feet ahead for Mount. 
trying to get it in deep. Swetlikov turned it over, Mount, right wing, and now room for Kadu down the right wing side, a shot, big rebound. Back to the point, a shot. Nice save by Holtz, and no rebound in front of the goal. That was Kadu, and that was Roberts, the two shots on that goal. How about that? Yeah, I mean, you know what? That play kind of stalled at the top of the faceoff circle in the Everett zone, close to the blue line. It kind of stalled. But boy, all of a sudden looked up on that far side. Number four, Kadu was breaking to the front of the net. Got to the other faceoff circle. Got the pass, got the shot. Hope made the save. And uh, did you say Roberts was, was in on a second shot yep. there? Well done. To the right of Braden Holt. As that was the best foray into the offensive zone so far for the Vancouver Giants. Play along the boards. Mount. In after it behind the net as Thorpe goes to work. Thorpe and Mount behind the net trying to free it for the Giants. Look how tight the defense are for Vancouver. Pucks behind the net and both defense. And Canoe pinching in a wow. shot one time or it was blocked. But there's an opportunity there, Bill, as you pointed out. If you can win that puck battle behind the net, you're going to give yourself a chance to score. Puck sent. And now fans don't like something as a collision in front of the benches. There's not a lot of things of fans in this building yeah, like. Yeah, that's, that's fair. <laughs> Nico Hootnett, pass up the left wing. Hofer knocked it down. Shot, save Gursky. Rebound behind the goal. Hofer kept in. Spins away to the point. Anderson, nice save. Gursky with a silver tip in front of him and then a whack from a silver tip after the whistle. What a crowd. They love this building. There's Palmieri, the 17-year-old. Now what I want to know here, Bill, is are the Giants going to get an instigator here for some rough stuff in front of their net? I think they are. Which I don't like because of the whack that Wright gave to Gursky. Well, we'll have to see unless you've got signals to this point. That was Hootenin, the top scorer. Wow, he's taking them both. You can tell by yeah. the Boo Birds. They just let a lot of Boo Birds in this building. They're letting them know, but Pal Murray, I think there was a stretch at four games. Danny had four fights. Not that I'm promoting that, but this is a seven-year-old that's literally, Dan, had to fight his way to you finished yeah. it off I'll never forget the time in Victoria oh look at him I, I don't know he's going to the box I'm not sure I would have done that no. he had his arms up and inciting the crowd here I don't know well, I'm just gonna say that that warm-up that happened in Victoria towards the end of the season he's Vancouver's at one end, Victoria's at the other end, and he's on one knee, Palmieri, at the center ice line, chirping, only looking at the Victoria zone, wasn't looking at his own net, chirping every guy that came around him near him. The, the, the guy is tough, there's no question, he's fearless. But that's not a smart play. He's in the box for an extra two. Yeah, that, that's not a smart play. And that's that's playoff hockey that he has to understand. What I don't like about that, Bill, is Jacob Wright did have the last whack on Gursky after the whistle blew, but 
Yeah. So much of this series is going to be keeping your wits about you. And... Well, this is the second power play, and I think Everett only had two all last night. And they scored on their first one in tonight's game. Needless to say, important penalty kill. And the Silver Dips win it. Left side, shot through. Deflected wide. Kept in by Everett. Sealing, circle. To the point, Zellwinger. Left side, Goop. Zellwinger. Right side, Sealy a one-timer, Kursky the save. Right, Goot, left wing. To the point, Zellwinger, Goot, left circle. Wide he goes. Pressure to the outside. This would be a big kill here for the Giants, and they win a puck free along the left wing, and they clear it down the ice. Yeah, that's one big clear. Now they need a couple more. You probably need two more to get out of this. A minute and 13 left in the power play. Fans don't like what just happened. Here come the tips. One for one so far tonight. Two for three on the series on the power play is Everett. High shot, wide, and that's going to break out and all the way back down the ice. Yeah, that's like a clear, isn't it? Best breakout in hockey. Shoot wide, get the angle. Puck goes out of the zone. You had, haven't had to touch it. Right wing, and forward, Roost. Wide he goes, behind the goal, Canoe. Leslie. Puck pins, Gursky lost it, and kept in by the Silver Tips. And referee blows play down, I believe, because of a hand pass, but Gursky had a bit of trouble finding it in the paint. Well, what happened? It was a, it was against a wall with Leslie trying to keep it against the back wall to Gursky's left. There's a battle for the puck, and you know what happened? Nobody really won that battle, but the puck squirted out from that back wall into the paint, and Gursky couldn't find it. He couldn't. Be, he tried to grab it with his glove. It it stayed loose. Ultimately, they do get a face-off, they get a play stoppage, and all of this now face-off with the left side of Gursky. 26 left, 26 yeah. seconds. Of oh, hold on here if you're the Giants, it would be a big kill. Yeah, it really would. You can feel how everything is intensified in playoffs, can't you? Oh, especially in this building. Yeah. Giants won the draw, had a chance to clear, couldn't. Zellweger, to the point, Seely, right side, Swetlikoff, down low. Backdoor play, Hemmerling, Gursky the save, rebound, oh, arm save by Gursky, no rebound, that was an enormous save by Will Gursky, late in that power play to keep it at one nothing. Yeah, you know, he was caught in traffic, there was a bunch of play around him, you know, the Silvertips will do everything they can to get in his face, and so there's a scramble, there's a lot of traffic, and he's got to get away from the pile. And he does. He shoots off to the left to become square to a shot from that right side. Big, big save. Four seconds left. How big is this face off? Well, you get in the head right now of uh, the Vancouver Giant defensive system right there. Thorpe will tell you how important this is. Remember that one, Justin. That was a heck of a save from Will Gursky to keep his team within fighting distance. Four seconds to go. 
in the penalty. 7.08 to go in the first period. 1-0 Everett. EC Managed IT. GNF Calabria Credit Cards. Three of the many great businesses and sponsors. Playoff hockey on White Spot Giants broadcast. Giants win the draw. They hammer it around the boards. They don't get it out. Lambos. Giants do kill it off. They are one for two on the penalty kill. They don't clear the zone, though. Kept in along the left wing side. Hammerling. Pinned along the wall, left wing. Horning. Behind the goal to Toth. Played along the left wing. And a bouncing puck. Ty Thorpe will skate it forward. With Stompchuk taken down in the middle. And Sutter back behind his net to go and get it. And now up the right wing. Cleared forward by Everett. And a turnover. Lipinski on a backhand. Knocked forward for Semina. Trying a pass forward for Julian Cull. Charging in after it. Forced the steal up high. And to the right wing. Semina to the point. Cadu kept in. Behind the net, Lipinski in after it. Zellweger, a rare mistake. Coughed it up. Shot through, blocked. It won't matter. It's clear. Colton Roberts. Good clear up the right wing. Semina can't get it past center, though. Cadu to the right wing for Lysel. He's trying to turn on the Jets. Nearly lost it. Nice play by Ng. Now to the right wing. Ostopchuk, good speed. Wide on Zellweger. Ostopchuk cuts to the front, and he just lost a handle. That would have been trouble if that had stayed on the stick of Zach Ostopchuk. Yeah, he had a lot of room when he cut to the front of the net. Boy, if he could have just got that puck from his back end to his forehand. What, he had about eight feet of space? That might have been Zellweger on a last-ditch effort that poked it away. Connor Horning. Up the middle. Chipped by Adam Hall. Holt going to just leave it behind. Seeley to Anderson. Cleared off the glass. And out. Hofer, two on one. Right side, blocked. Rebound, score! Ryan Hofer on a two-on-one, two-nothing Everett. Yeah, they, they enter the zone now with some authority, but also they've had a lot of zone time where they've had possession and position in the Vancouver Giants zone, but this is just a good entry. Hofer with a you know, really good shot, a good release. Ryan Hofer is the kind of a guy that they expected to break into this lineup much the way Gage Gonzalez did, Jacob Wright did, Aiden Sutter did, all undrafted in Bantam hockey. Comes in, the shot, I don't know if, I don't know if uh, Gursky got a piece of it or not. Two nothing Everett. And a shot and a save from Gursky with 4.42 to go, we'll take a break. Silvertips 2, Giants, no score. White Swat, Giants hockey, Sportsnet, 6.50. Welcome back to Everett. As a 2-0 lead for the Everett Silvertips. Sort of goes without saying, but the Giants need the next one. 
as they trail 2-0 for a second straight night. Now along the left wing, Thorpe chasing after it along the left wing. Zellweger throws a check. Down goes Thorpe in the corner. Behind the net, Lambos freed it up the left wing. Now a pass forward at good speed. Swetlikoff, draw pass. Hemmerling, a shot, that's blocked. And now Leslie lost the stick. Gursky, the save. Well, you see what's happening now is when the silver tips are getting into the zone, they're getting a second chance. They're getting a second look. They test you so much defensively. You've got to have your head on a swivel. You have to know where the open guy is. You know that the guy without the puck often is most dangerous. And you get a shot on goal, you got to make sure you know where that puck goes after it hits the goaltender. In fact, goaltenders obviously have to also be aware of the consequence of their save. Hey, this is now the fourth time in two games that Vancouver Giants faced a two-goal deficit. And to the right wing, the Giants send it down the ice. Behind the goal. Collision between Lipinski and Goot. Fans don't like it. Silvertips have had two power plays this period. The Giants without one yet in the game. Clear to center. Knocked down. Camazola. Going to knock it in along the right wing. A little slower on the forecheck. Now you got to get there quick. Camazola behind the goal to Cull. Zellweger takes it away. Right wing. Campbell. Too easy a breakout. Campbell. Yeah. And now wide goes Campbell. Bumped by Cotton along the right wing. Kicked to the point. Right wing side. Anderson, save Gursky. He's made 16 of them in the first period. Giants with just the four shots on goal. Left side. In close. In behind. To the left wing point. With Stompchuk going to knock it down. He's going to turn it over. And a fake to the outside. Hooten in backdoor. 3 nothing. Credit where credit is due. That was a hell of a play for Nico Hootenin to find Jacob Wright. Well, you see the thing when Hootenin gets that puck, it's a, it's a failed clear by Vancouver. And you know, when you do that deep in your own zone and you got a guy like Hootenin, the puck's going to end up on his stick in the right face-off, or it's a left face-off circle from Kurtzky. I think everybody in the building, everybody, thought he was going to shoot that puck. And he just feathered a really neat little cross-crease pass to right, and it was a tap-in. The Red Silver Chiefs third goal evening is scored by number 11, Jacob And the, the Silver Chiefs back to the point, a shot through. Four points on the series. Turned over. And now Lysel. Off the right wing. Trying to spin away. Kadu. Knocked off the puck along the wall. 
Reed along the boards. Cleared high and down the ice. And they're going to wave off Isaac. And to the right. Cleared forward. Good pass. Onside. Hofer spins. Hootenick got through top. Backdoor play. And they just run out of room. It's underneath Gursky. And the referee signals no goal. A frantic sequence in front of the Giants' goal. And the score remains 3-0. Well, Nika Hootenick can really shoot the puck. We've just said that so many times. We saw it last night, but I'll tell you what. He's a pretty unselfish player. He can move it. He can pass it. That was, again, a wonderful setup. Was that to Hofer? And somehow Gursky almost, you know, just got over it. it just get a piece of the puck. He's laying flat on his stomach. All he can do is shoot his pad out. And, you know, for the Giants' luck, he gets it to the post. Off the draw. It close score. the legs and in. What a goal. He can shoot it, he can pass it, and he can deke it. And he can skate with it. Right off the face off to the left of Gursky. Get the puck on Hooten and stick. Makes a wonderful play. Again, if I'm if I'm Gursky, I'm wondering how does he get that lane? How come that access isn't denied? He gets through and he deposits the puck into the net for a 4 0 lead. Wow. You'll see that one again a few times. That three points for Hooten in this yeah. first period. Spent a little bit of our. Game show talking about that kid. And this is a snarly silver tip crew. Shot through, save made by Holt. Again, pushing and shoving inside the Everett Silvertip zone, right against the back wall. I think right now the most important thing is get out of this next 59 seconds. They got five last night. It took overtime, but boy, this is a massive mountain climb right now. We're down 4 nothing, And the shots on goal is first period, 22-4 for the Silvertips. They've executed breakouts well. They've executed their entries well. They've executed the rush, scoring off the rush, and they've executed zone time with the cycle. They've just about played a perfect first period of hockey. Ben Hemmerling is in the penalty box for Everett. And so the Giants go to their first power play of the game. Silver Dips win the draw, and they will clear it out. And so Hemmerling in the box. Giants on their fifth power play of the series. Right wing, Lysel cuts wide. 
stripped off the puck in the corner. And along the wall, stop Chuck. To the point for Cotton. Cotton batted out of the air, held in. Left wing, Lysel. Lysel, Cotton. Kicks to the right, Mount. Trying to settle it down. Decked into the boards, head first. That could be trouble. Lysel tries to go across. Hall couldn't one time, and Cotton to try. That hit a body. Now they'll blow it. And Peyton Mount hit head first into the wall, and this could be this could be five. Yeah, that play continued for about maybe 12 seconds with Mount in the corner. Never did get up. And this is Swetlikoff, who's in the box, Bill, but he might not be in there for long. Yeah, we'll have to have a look at this, but as soon as that puck got over in, in, into Mount's territory where he's still down, the referees then blew the whistle. Well, you're going to get a two-man advantage. The thing is you got 6.6 .6 seconds left. Again, you'll probably have to likely take this in a period number two. Certainly, we hope Peyton Mount is okay. Got the, he's being looked after by as good of people as you could possibly get in this Vancouver Giant organization. Mike Bernstein out there. And I thought Peyton Mount had a terrific game last night. They've looked it over, the referees, the uh, linesmen, they're gonna have I'll a chat. I'll be shocked if Swetlikoff stays in this game. Well, if he if if he doesn't, you got to be pretty sure that he possibly might not be in the return yeah. series returns to the Langley right. event center. As as Mount, no doubt, is going to be helped off the ice into the tunnel as he's hunched over and I. Michael Dick is ready for an explanation. And typically injury weighs That's heavily four in minutes. a double minor, so they're not going to give him a major. So that is very fortunate for the Everett Silvertips. Now, you can still submit the clip, and it could still get reviewed. The difference being, Bill, five-minute majors are automatically reviewed. Yeah, this one you got to submit. There's a cost to that, yes. which really doesn't doesn't bear into this. You, you don't get to submit the clip for nothing. You know, there's right. a deposit that's made. However, having said that, 6.6 .6 seconds left, face-off, five on three, in the Everett Silvertip zone. Stranger things have happened. Shot from the points, they made rebound! Wow! Holtz with a buzzer beater save off Zacho Stopchuk to keep the game at 4-0 as time expires in the first period. Well, for me, that's about the limit where you can kind of realistically expect to maybe get one chance, about six seconds. Now, we've seen it less than that. We don't have to go too many years back. But at six seconds with a five-on-three, right plays have to happen, and you can get a chance. And Vancouver did, and you, you called it perfectly. A buzzer-beater save by Braden Holt. Vancouver will start the period Number two, five on three. They were outshot that period 22 to six, if I've got that. Excuse me, we, if I've got that right. We will take a break when we come back. A first period scoring summary, and then a chat with the senior VP of the Vancouver Giants, Dale Sight. 
4-0. Silver Chips lead after one period in game two. White spot, Giants hockey on Sportsnet 650. Time to break down the first 20 minutes. This is the Vancouver Giants intermission on Vancouver's home of hockey, Sportsnet 650. Welcome back to Everett. And after 20 minutes of play, the Vancouver Giants in a 4-0 hole to the Everett Silvertips. The Everett Silvertips score early and often. And they have uh, full marks for their 4-0 lead. Let's get to the first period scoring summary presented by Kintec Footwear and Orthotics. Kintec, the footwear and orthotic provider for the Vancouver Giants. The shots on goal in the opening period of play. 22 for Everett. 6 for the Vancouver Giants. 22 to 6 were the shots. 4-0 were the goals. Bill, it came early, the first one, 126 into the opening frame. Yeah, I, I, you know, and I said to you during during uh, when that happened, I mean, you knew that the referees, not to blame them, but you knew that you were, you, you were going to establish control if you were the referees based on the roughness of last night's game. And it just it was a question of who was going to get the penalty. It was the Vancouver Giants, and it was a power play right in the corner. Great work. Gets it back to Zellweger. Zellweger across the blue line and hooting in, and what a shot. 126 in, uh, one nothing Everett. Now what's that? That's the third time in the games in this building that this Everett Silvertip team has scored in the first two minutes. So... Then uh, the, the offensive floodgates would open in a major way a little later on in the period. Bill 1509, Hofer 2 0. Yeah, entry attack, Hammerling Anderson. Hofer with a good shot, just gets over the blue line. I don't know if it was deflected on the way to the net or not. 2 0, 1509. 1703, Jacob Wright on a wonderful feed from Nico Hooten. Uh, we've talked. You know, all last night about Hooten's ability to shoot the puck, even in a pregame show, he makes a great pass. Seely intercepts the puck on a turnover, gets it to Hooten in. What a wonderful cross-ice pass at the crease. Uh, Gursky had no chance on it. Wright makes it 3-0. Hooten was not done. 18-39, Yeah, just a neat little play, almost to the other side of the net, the opposite way. Makes a really, you know, Hofer this time gets it to Hooten and he buries it after a face-off win. Our play of the period came late and it might go into period number two because Vancouver's going to go on a five-on-three for just about, you know, the full time uh, uh, with a four-minute penalty in there to begin with. But the big save and the best play came this close. You called it a buzzer beater, it was a good one. Six seconds left in a period as a face-off in the Everett zone and the Giants came this close to getting on the board tonight. It sounded like this. Shot on the points, they made rebound! Wow! Holtz with a buzzer beater save off Zacho Stopchuk to keep the game at four nothing as time expires in the first period. Play of the period in a 4-0 first period for the Everett Silvertips in game number two. The first intermission continues here from Everett, and at this time we are thrilled to be joined by the senior VP of the Vancouver Giants, Dale Sipe. And Dale, we uh, appreciate you making the trip here. We appreciate seeing you in this building. Uh, obviously not the first period that the Giants would have drawn up here in game number two, but um, performance last night to get the series off and running with a victory in overtime and uh, this is just sort of one of those things where 
plenty of hockey left to be played and an important power play to start the second period. What have been your takeaways, though, through the first four periods? Well, the, you know, uh, our, our team definitely has shown that they can play with these guys and on paper and in, in, in reality with the type of team that we built. I think uh, that's uh, um, certainly a, a possibility. The, you know, this is a very talented Everett team, very talented. We have to play very disciplined, and we have to play a system. And 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 you know the coaches put that in place. Uh, my quick observations here tonight have been that we've had some breakdowns, some things that have happened. Uh, you know, and uh, uh, we need to get back to to how we played last night and, and a little bit of structure. Good opportunity going into the second period here with this uh, power play. We'll see how our guys push back. That'll be a big, big indicator as to what things are going to look like, uh, you know, net on Wednesday and Friday in our building is the kind of pushback we get here. Yeah, playoffs Wednesday in uh, at the LEC and again Friday. After two years, 2019, what are we, three years, uh, playoffs, what's it going to mean to the fans in Vancouver and uh, Vancouver Giant fans to have playoffs back at the LEC. Well, I, you know, I think it's uh, I think it's uh, a great opportunity for us to uh, get into a uh, little bit of a what, what's the word a rhythm. Get away from the brain damage yeah. of the last uh, two years, uh, in particular the all the COVID restrictions and the limitations and all the things that go with it. Uh, in, a, in a very safe and uh, friendly environment. Uh, hopefully, it's unfriendly for the Everett Silvertips and. We're gonna need our fans to come out and make sure that's what's happening. Talk about ticket sales. Yeah, well, just go online, VancouverGiants.com, uh, get your tickets. Uh, there's uh, opportunity here with the playoffs to uh, to uh, bring your family out. We play Wednesday night and Friday night, and uh, we'd like to fill the barn. In your opinion, how important is goaltending to this Vancouver Giant team? I mean, it's a it's a question. But a team that's struggled so much this year and having a, a you know, a world-class goaltender like Weichmann not, uh, you know, not play for since March and then come in and do what he did here last night. Um, how, how do you see that position and, and how important is it, especially to this giant team? Well, and it's critical. Any time that you're, you're, you're playing in a series like this, goaltenders win or lose it for you. And, and, uh, and uh, Jesper Weichmann is... Uh, goaltender I expect to see him playing in the NHL someday uh, he's uh, um, you know he showed last night coming back and having not played for a while uh, it took him a little bit of time got got his rhythm and uh, very impressive very impressive I, I want to talk about Fabian Lysel uh, their coach said that he's by far the best he was the best player on the ice for either team last night you've seen it I've seen it uh, Dennis Williams, our coach, said in the paper this morning, he said, we had no answer for Lysel. Talk to people in our audience, our listening audience, who haven't seen Fabian play. What kind of a player is he that's worth coming out and spending the he, money to see? He's a very special talent. Uh, you know what? You're not the first-round draft pick of the Boston Bruins unless you are a special talent. And we'd heard a lot about him before he came over to play for us this year. Took him a little while to get adjusted to what, what we do and how we do it, but... He's uh, exceptional. You want to come out and see a player like this uh, at this level because uh, you know his his opportunities uh, going forward in professional hockey are going to be are going to be very uh, unique, and uh, he might be uh, somebody that we're uh, <coughs> our Canuck fans are booing yeah. against the Boston Bruins sometime very soon. 
Um, Dale, there there isn't much within the organization that you're not a part of in, in some capacity. And I know daily you're speaking with billets. Uh, I know daily you're speaking with you know the education advisor. You're getting a true sense of of the next wave of these Vancouver Giants. Colton Roberts is in this game tonight. He's 15. Mazda Leslie, Jaden Lipinski, Colton Lankow, Julian Cole, and on and on and on we go. Ethan Semenuk, Ty Haliberta. A thought from you about the youth, the future of this Giants team, and what has you feeling excited about, you know, the present, but also the future? Well, you know, um, it's it's always, like, like, for instance, this year, I think we have four, five draft picks in the first two rounds. Yeah. That, that's impressive, but what's really impressive is when the kids actually show up and show you the kind of talent that they have and you know you use the Roberts kid as an example he plays like a, he plays like a three-year veteran in this league already the, the kid's got a presence I haven't seen that kind of presence in a kid that age since uh, Mark Fistrick played wow. for us uh, in uh, year two um, you know we've got uh, Ty Halliburton I think is going to be a, a perennial all-star in this league for years to come uh, you know we have the Ivan Nugent kid there's, there's I, I'm, I'm so impressed with uh, with the young guys on our team. We're going to have to make sure we give them the support they need uh, with, you know, the older guys going forward next year. But uh, I'm uh, – and, and character kids too. It's important to draft character, not characters. Right. And uh, we've done a good job of that. Um, Dale, what did it mean to you and the Vancouver Giants uh, a week or so back or a few weeks ago to get to say thank you to the fans, thank you to the off-ice officials, thank you to the billets? Um, we, we all know the, the obstacles that we've had to deal with for not just this season but the past two-plus years. But to have a fan appreciation night, to be able to recognize those that um, you work with on a daily basis that do so much behind the scenes for the betterment of junior hockey in this province and certainly in our area. Yeah, you know, uh, Dan, and, and you know, you see it in our office all the time. We have a, a very solid group of volunteers. Uh, our fan base has, uh, you know, gone through all sorts of turmoil and and uh, uh, disruption over the last little while. Uh, you know, it's it's it like like everything else. It's been a hard haul, like uh, you know, and trying to adjust and getting back to normal or whatever normal is supposed to look like right now has been been an adjustment and. And uh, it, it's good. We're starting to feel like uh, things are going in the right direction. People are are happy about being there, and our uh, our uh, our great fan base is uh, you know coming back to uh, to have some fun. We we've got all sorts of plans for next season already. So if you haven't renewed your season ticket, get them now. And and uh, we're uh, we're looking forward to a, a great uh, a great time. Are, are you able to provide any sort of hint about next season, Dale? I know Connor Bedard is is scheduled to come to the LEC. Yep. Um, the, the, there are some other things that I know you've been working on behind the scenes, but don't want to see the full poker hand, but but just a, a, a tease, if you will. Can't, can't make any major announcements, but we do have some events coming, and uh, we also have some things happening that uh, 
are going to change some of our food and our uh, and our opportunities in the building. It'll be some fun. Dale, uh, the hockey world within the last calendar week has lost two very important people that um, we've had the fortune of welcoming to the LEC and, and the Vancouver Giants games in, in recent years. Uh, Mike Bossy and Guy Lafleur. Uh, Guy Lafleur, in particular, was a fellow who... Um, was just synonymous with this game and a friend of the organization. Uh, obviously not easy to, to sort of read what, what happened there, but um, just your reaction, and, and do you have a, a good Guy Lafleur or a Mike Bossy story for you us? Know, you know, I grew up, uh, my dad was a Toronto Maple Leaf fan. He's a Saskatchewan guy, and that was his deal. So we were told not to really like too much of the Montreal guys. But I tell you what, as I got older and I was involved, you know, I've been involved with, you know, Gordy and all that group right. for most of my life. And uh, I got to meet a lot of these guys. There was never a classier group than the Montreal guys. The Yvonne Cornouets, uh, of course, John Beliveau, and Guy Lafleur fit that mold. He was a gentleman. He was uh, just had a, 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 a you know, I, I, I got a Christmas card from him a couple years ago uh, after he'd been out. And, and I, got to, I got to work with him about, about three or four times in extended periods of time. Unbelievable, super. I can't. I can't say enough about about the man and how sad I am that he went so young and so early. And but you know, I guess you know some of those things happen. Uh, health issues that uh, happen because of our lifestyles and things. That I'm not sure the cigarettes in between uh, periods would helped any of that um, back in the day, but we didn't know that then. So um, wonderful man, gone way too soon. Um, and uh, you know what? It's it's kind of neat though that the the place that gets to do it up is a place that does that better than anywhere else in hockey. And something I've always admired is how Montreal honors their heroes. And I'm looking forward to watching some of that. Yeah, Legends Night. I mean, you talk about legends in hockey, Dan. We can go on and on, and there's probably nobody that's got better access to these guys. You check this guy's. Uh, uh, phone list uh, he can get a hold of anybody these guys have always been happy to come to Vancouver anything down the road you can talk about maybe in the future that's always in the plans in terms of that kind of a thing get get your tickets for opening night that's what I'm gonna yeah, tell that, you that, okay, okay. We, <laughs> yeah, I, I, we talked about that and I can't remember yeah. what it is but it's yeah, well, I'll, I'll tell you about it later perfect you're a young school teacher when that was all going on but uh, it, it uh, there's a we're, we're 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 planning something. I can't make an announcement yet because we don't have it kind of quite put together. Well, then I'm glad coming. I didn't remember it because I was going <laughs> to yeah, divulge yeah. it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, but it's good. It's going to be good. Thank you for your time, Dale. Yeah, no problem. Uh, enjoy uh, the second and third period, possibly Great. more tonight. And to you and your crew, really can't wait for this uh, this series to shift back to the LEC on Wednesday and Friday. Like like to see this glass bend a little bit in this next period. So, <laughs> there you go. All right, that's Dale Sipe, the senior VP of the Vancouver Giants. We'll take a 60-second break. We're back with period two next on Sportsnet 650. Time for the second period of Vancouver Giants hockey on Sportsnet 650, Vancouver's home of hockey. Here's Dan O'Connor and Bill Wilms. A fairly significant mountain for the Vancouver Giants to climb. They are in a 4 nothing hole, Bill, as we get set for the second period tonight. But you do have a minute and six of five on three. You do have a double minor power play to start the second period. I would say 
one goal feels like a must, wouldn't it be nice to at least get two and at yeah. least get a bit of offensive swagger back? Because as good as the Silver Chips were offensively, Bill, in that period, they, they clamped it down pretty good un until the late power play for Vancouver. Well, you know, you start giving up goals. You give up the one nothing goal early, and then it's two, and then it's three, it's, and it's four. It ultimately, it's a team that will take your will to win, your will to push away from you. And, you know, we saw last night the power play was very effective. Not only effective, not only did it score twice, it generated tons of momentum. This is important five on three. And Cotton with it at the point, slides to Hall. Down low, stop Chuck behind the net. Thorpe in front, Seminuk on the one-timer scores. Wonderful start. Ethan Seminuk, the rookie, swatting home his own rebound. Five on three, the Giants get on the board. And still, three minutes and 31 seconds worth of power play time to start the second period. Yeah, a nice job of getting that puck deep, number one getting it against a back wall, getting the Everett Silvertip team and their defense facing the back wall, not sure exactly what's happening in front. And how about Semenuk being on that power play? This is a ton of confidence for this Vancouver Giant rookie. It's against the back wall. The pass comes to Semenuk, and he gets the shot. The first save is made by Holt, but Semenuk was a presence of mind to hang around that net, get that puck into the back of the net, still out there, is that Semenuk young kid, the 16 year old, he's got the puck. Um, no Peyton Mount on the Giants bench as he got hit by Svetlikov and Ty Thorpeville went straight down the tunnel on that shift. So Cotton to the right, Lysel, his shot, Holt save. And glove down by Holt. Well, again, you know, you've scored in the five on three. Now you've got, again, as you said, you know, uh, it was just over three and a half minutes left in, in, the, in the double minor. And what does Vancouver do? They go right back. They get a puck on the net. You know this is a goaltender. I'm not so completely sure. I don't care so much about his one loss record. But Brayden Holt against Vancouver is only 8-6-2. Save percentage. Face-off win. Here they go the Giants again. Cotton. Shot from the point. Nice save from Holt through traffic. There is a shoot right now for this Giants team. As there's Michael Goot along the left wing. He'll send it in deep. Bill, the Vancouver Giants right now, I think, temporarily anyway, are down to eight forwards. And so something to monitor as this game continues as Ostomchuk slices in and a high shot goes wide. Lysel to Lees. And a drop. To Lysel, backdoor play, knocked out of the air. Hall trying to rescue it. Lee's kept it in at the point. To the point now for Cotton. His shot tipped, save made Holt. <laughs> and now along the wall, left wing. Hall in front of the net for Ostopchuk. Try to pass. Lysel checked and the puck clear. The first of the double minor to Svetlikov has expired. Lee's. Trying to get it in deep. And cleared by the Silvertips. There goes Semenek right back out there. Here come the Giants. Canoe, left wing for Horning. Blachek in after it. Lipinski trying to knock it down. Good work by Lipinski to get there. Canoe, Lipinski, his shot, pad save Holt. 
Rebound grabbed by Horning. Connor Horning, Cadu. Right side, Semenuk. His shot, oh, he had the goalie beat. He just couldn't hit the net, and that will clear. And a 4-1 game now for Everett. Giants with a minute 10, where the power play time still to go. Semenuk. Chips to the point for Cotton. Cotton, Semenuk. Trying to make a play. Checked. And this is a short-handed breakaway for Austin Roost. And he's tripped up. Penalty called on Connor Horning. Power play over. You know, a little tentative play inside the blue line. You want to be very sure on your passes when you've got that man advantage. And we, we've seen that. We saw that last night. We've seen that with every good team. I'm not telling you nothing you don't know. you got to make you got to be committed to the pass. You can't kind of make a hope pass in the offensive zone. Generally, it's never completed. The puck goes the other way. And sometimes, you know, it just jumps out into the neutral ice area and you got a, a foot race going the other way. And Roost is taken down. It's going to be four on four for 50 seconds at least. Not a bad situation for Vancouver with the guys that they have on the ice. They gotta have possession of it. Zellweger up Main Street, a shot wide. Lysel gonna grab it. Try to pass forward for Lees, picked away. Hemmerling, shot tipped wide. And now to the right wing. Slowly forward is Cotton. Now to Leslie, a line, right side. Shot, stick save made by Holt. Four on four for another 15 seconds, and now here comes Everett. Pass left wing, Seeley, drop pass, Hootenit. Lost it, got it back! Fired, backhand chance. And grabbed by Evan Toth, and he'll reverse. Mazda Leslie will clear it. And the Vancouver Giants, one for three. And Lysel somewhat dejectedly goes to the bench on the line change, figuring, you know, I think it was him saying, you know what, he didn't have the puck during that time at all, and he's got to have the puck four on four. Arm save made by Will Gursky on the ensuing Everett chance. 40 seconds left in the penalty to Connor Horning. Adam Hall can't find it. Puck is clear. Quick glance down at the Giants bench. As the penalty to Connor Horning will expire in about 20 seconds. A 4-1 game. Ethan Semenuk with his first WHL playoff goal. And shorthanded for another 10 seconds are the Vancouver Giants. Five minutes gone, now second period. 23-12, the shots. Left wing. And behind the net and around the boards. Kept in by Everett. Weird hop off the stanchion and close. And a high shot goes wide. Now the Giants will bring it forward. Palmieri, pass through the feet of Bocek. And charging hard after it is Bocek against Seeley. Bocek steals, centered in front and unable to one-time it. Was Camazola in front of the net. That was a great play from Bocek to steal it. Unable to convert. 
And behind the net we go. Left wing side to the point for Seeley. Glove save, Gursky hangs on. I got that right, 6-2 shots on goal this period for the Vancouver Giants. One really good scoring chance other than the goal that they got, and that was that play to the front of the net. Bocic involved in it. And I'll tell you what, when you look down this lineup now and you're, you're seeing, you know, you talked about Mount being out and his team being down to, I think they, you know, you're getting the, Lanko obviously not in the lineup tonight, so the Culls, the Lipinskis, the Seminucks, the Bocics, getting playoff hockey experience. And, and no, in my opinion, and really no tougher building against, I don't think, any tougher team playing on home ice. Well, I'll tell you why, because they only had four losses. Puck goes out of play off that face-off. Ty Thorpe, another player there, Bill, who went straight to the tunnel on that five-on-three power play. So not sure if a puck hit him or didn't quite pick it up, but the lack of bodies right now becoming a thing for the Vancouver Giants as Everett. Well, I'll say it. No. You get hurt. You get sore. You get injured in playoff hockey. Hammerling, too much time, a shot through, and Gursky able to make the save and try to clear it forward. Poked forward by the Giants. Hall trying to knock it forward. Not nearly as much room tonight as Lysel has tripped up. And you can just tell that when these three Giants, so Stopchuk, Hall, and Lysel are on the ice, the Everett Silvertips are swarming them. Hofer along the left wing will free it. Seeley shot from the point. That will switch directions. It won't get on target. It'll stop Chuck. Play to the wall. And a high shot. Going to flutter up and to the corner. Hooting it. Spins and fired one on goal. And that one nearly went in. Now a long pass. So stop Chuck offside. Is going to be blown down. We'll take a break. 7.02, gone in the second. 4-1, Silvertips on Sportsnet 650. And we're back in Everett as the Vancouver Giants in a 4-1 hole. And a face-off win for the Giants. Here's Kyle Bocek. Down the right wing, trying to get wide on Lambos. You know what I liked about that play, Dan? He didn't dump it in. I, I just, you know what, youngsters, rookies, they're so, they just don't want to make a mistake. So you carry the puck up the ice, you dump it in. Bocek try to make a play with it. Numbers for Everett. Swetlikoff, left side, high shot, wide. Lees, left wing, feathers it across. Bocek dodged a check, and now numbers for the Giants if they hurry. Bocek, Lees, left side, a shot, he missed the net. As good a look as you'll have in the period. And you don't hit the net. And the Everett Silvertips are offside. Nifty play by Bocek there in the middle of the ice bill. A bit of pushing and shoving. And the Giants have to stay away from this stuff now. They just don't have the bodies to deal with it. Yeah, no, it's exactly right. I mean, it was a wonderful little touch pass or puck movement by Bocek to, to Lee's coming on that left side. And to your point, uh, you got to hit the net pretty much all the time. Never mind when you got a, a three... A three uh, Goal deficit. Dan, I haven't seen Adam Hall of late. Have you called him? He's on the bench. Okay. 
That line is, you know, obviously yeah. was so, so effective last night. And Everett has had a, an answer for for them so far. Three goals, eight assists between the three of them. Five assists, a, a franchise record, a Vancouver Giants record for a number of assists in a playoff game. Five for Lysel. The three of them had, a, and the three goals obviously for Hall. The stop check with three assists. That's 11 points. They just were so, so effective last night. But, you know, the deeper you got in the hole here, again, I, I can't say enough about a goal being scored against you in this building, this crowd at 126 of the first period. And it's just such a big momentum lift for the Silvertip team. Faceoff controlled by Everett along the wall left side. Spinning is Roost to the point. Zellweger scores. got to see this release uh, I mean if I saw this right it is a wrister he never does much except propel it with his hands not with it this puck is shot with this guy's hands not that he's the greatest goal scorer from the point he's Zellweger's obviously a, an assist guy but boy he just released this puck so beautifully so quickly and, and again you know when you do that it's very very difficult you know for the goaltender to get set hey come on show us a play a bunch of nonsense up there right now but we never do get a look at that i i don't understand that i mean again it tells you how good our guys are at the lec our video crew is just yeah. unbelievable zago stop chuck what a move to the middle it alone glove save braden holds as he robs the Giants captain. Penalty coming up to Everett for a slash. Well, as good a goal as that might have been by Zellweger, answering back with a tremendous rush, Zacho Stopchuk. I mean, he's coming through that neutral ice area, full speed, gets past the defenseman, is in all alone, takes it to his backhand, and without a doubt, uh, I would say Braden Holt's biggest save. I'm not so sure it's the most important one at this point because they have a four-goal lead, but be that as it may, the goaltender, the 18-year-old from Bozeman, Montana, and I've been through there many, many times, makes a wonderful save on a stop check. And I think a stop check drew a penalty on that play. So, um, trying to remember the um, where, where Luke Toporowski is from Idaho. He's from... Uh, I'll, I'll get it for you. Yeah, it's um, the hockey hotbed of Bozeman, Montana versus I want something like ben it Iowa. is Idaho Bettendorf. Bettendorf, that's right. Here come the Giants on their fourth power play. Ostopchuk trying to make a move. Zellweger got in the way and sends it down the ice. In the middle, Cotton, ahead for Lysel. Left wing, return feed, picked off, Silvertips clear. Gursky will send it up the left wing, picked off by Lambos and fired right back in. 5-1 for the Silvertips, 10.30 to play, second period. 
rimmed around. Clear to the point, Cadu. Slides a pass too far for Semenuk. Now to the point, Hornick. Chip back to the point for Cadu. Down low, Hornick centers. Cleared behind the goal. Pinching on the play and kept in by Cadu. Bocek slides to Cadu. Walking the line, a wrist shot tipped and wide. Lipinski had his stick lifted. Cadu shot through, tipped, and wide it goes. And the Silver Tips kill it off. Nonetheless, good looking power play. Some young kids out there. Semina with Hall. Puck is pinned along the wall. Trying to jam it free. Whistled down. 9-19 now to go here. Second period. Everett leads 5-1. Yeah, again, we're at a point. I, I, I mean, honestly, I again, is the, the hat-trick goal last night, the three goals by Adam Hall. Not sure how many shots he has in this, in this game to this point. But, you know, I'd love to see him. He's got that ability to be a factor just about every game that he plays. He's that important to this hockey team. But he's been quiet tonight. I just don't recall uh, any shots on goal. Uh, I would. Uh, he, he does not have a shot on goal yet. And right there was Stopchuk in close. Braden Holt with another terrific save off of Stopchuk. Uh, and, and Bill, I would, I would contend that that's been more of a byproduct of the Everett Silvertips clamping down on the Giants' top line. Yeah, but you can't nullify the line. Yeah. I mean, you, you can't just make them do nothing. There's got to be... I don't care if Vancouver is trying to check another team's line. I don't care if... You know, in, in this league, you've got to be able to push back, and instead of getting, you know... However many points they got last night, you might get a you might get a few. You got to be consistent. You got to be able to play that way. I I don't think they've done that great a job at checking. Oh, Stopchuk and, and Lysel. Lysel's had a fair amount of plays. I think Stopchuk just drew a penalty with a fantastic play, breaking through the defense. Uh, you know, there's got to be some you know some answer back. And the silver tips along the left wing side is Leslie. Takes down a man in front of the net, and that's going to be a penalty on the Giants. That's just frustration right there for Mazden Leslie. Yeah, I mean, it's using your stick to to check and not even really thinking about the lane that you want to defend. The guy's got the lane on you. You reach out, you take your stick, you put in his feet, you take the man down. That's worth a penalty probably every time. Again, some still some pretty good physicality in this game, but... You know, the silver tip's in complete control. When it was 4-1, I kind of had the feeling that Vancouver could get, get within two again. You and know, and make this ever a team think, uh-oh. Just, just put a, an uh-oh in their mind. Uh, I stand corrected, Bill. They've actually got Adam Hall in the box. Well, I thought it was Leslie, could, too. Could, but could have sworn it was Leslie at the side, but... Anyway, it is a power play, 8.45 left in the period. And a one-timer, save made Gursky, rebound, whacking away at it. 
And that is a terrific sequence of saves from Will Gursky off that faceoff win. 153 still to go in the power play. Gursky with a pair of big saves. Well, you just can't uh, take your eyes off Zellweger when he's got the puck, when he's doing what he does best. What a treat. You get to see this Everett team at the LEC on Wednesday night. And unless Vancouver comes back in this hockey game, the Giants are going to bring a split to the LEC. Still a lot of hockey left, but yep. I'd like to see let Vancouver with a few more chances. Right now they're killing the penalty. And they clear it. Do the Giants. 8.15 to go here in the second period of a 5-1 lead for Everett. Zellweger up the middle, right side. Turnover, Lees steals and clears. And back to get it is Svetlikov. Svetlikov received a double minor off a collision with Peyton Mount late in the first period. Mount has not come back in the game. So what will that possibly do to Svetlikov's status for game three? Left wing, Hemmerling. Spins away from Lees. And again, puck cleared by the Giants. Svetlikov, Dan, I mean, he's been the perfect 20-year-old in this league. Led the team in power play goals. Led the team on shots and goal. Believe this, Svetlikov one night versus Portland in a shootout loss had 18 shots on goal. Wow. Goot wrapping it around for Everett. He had a power play goal in game one of this series, did Svetlikov. Hootenin to Goot. Back for Hootenin. Kept in. Seeley. Left wing. Try to drop pass. Down goes Seeley. Fans call a penalty. Refs don't. Right side. Goot. Fakes. Fires. Blocked. Hootenin up high. Missed. And now could be a break if the Giants hurry. And that's Thorpe. Back out there, a chance. They score on the rebound. Ty Thorpe back on the ice. Got a breakaway. Holt the save. Mazden Leslie there to whack in the rebound. So a pair of 16-year-olds for the Giants strike. It's a three-goal game again with 6.35 to go in the second. Yeah, this, this was kind of confusing for me. Braden Holt, I, I'd make up his mind if he wanted to come out and challenge that puck. He would have had to come out probably halfway at least to the blue line. Thorpe was closing the gap on him. And I looked, he wasn't leaving the paint. Thorpe goes in, the goaltender Holt makes the save, and as you said, Leslie just simply follows it up, bangs it home. 16-year-old Leslie with a goal, 16-year-old Semenuk with a goal. Not only the big thing, it's goals in playoff hockey. I want to stress that one more time, in a very, very difficult building and against a very difficult team to do. Massively important as well, Bill, that Ty Thorpe is back on the bench for the Vancouver Giants. As now up the left wing, here come the Giants. Pass forward for Lysel, picked up. Dodged a big check. And the Silvertips will clear it to the line. Hall throws a check on Lambos. And rimmed around the boards. Long lead feed. And an icing call on Everett will take a break. 5-2.
The Silvertips lead the Giants. White Spot Giants Hockey Sportsnet 650. And we welcome you back to Everett and the second period, late stages. I just asked you, what do we want out of this five minutes and 53 seconds left in period two? You said at least one more goal. I heard you. That would, I agreed with you. That would be a big boost for the Giants. It's in a shot, save Gursky. And behind the net, the Giants corral it. I wouldn't put it out of the realm of possibilities as they bring it up the right wing. Leslie onside, trying to go wide, holds on, trying to center it. And the silver tips go high off the glass and out forward. Ty Thorpe. First point of the series on that breakaway assist. Mazda Leslie. Both goals tonight for the Giants from 16-year-olds. Or actually, freshly 17-year-olds. as both Mazda Leslie and Ethan Semenuk with birthdays in April. Yeah, but you, you, I've never gotten around to that in all the years I've yeah. been in. He's a 16-year-old uh, hockey by, season. By birth year, yeah, yeah. Yeah, by birth year, yeah. I, and obviously maybe to a fault. I should maybe update that, but I just look at what their birth year is. And one of those players, Semenuk, racing after it. But goes to Lipinski. Kept in for a moment. Clear it out. Fired right back in by the Giants. 4.30 to go, second period. 5-2 for the Everett Silvertips here in game two. Giants have a series lead. Goot wide to the outside. Centers. One time wide. Semenuk in a battle behind the net with Roost. And I think uh, Camazola's taking a shift at forward right now. He, Here he goes with the puck. He, he's taken a few shifts at forward tonight. He was essentially has to play forward just given the roster yep. situation right now for this Giants team. And now in behind the goal. Paul Mary. Battles with Cotton. Puck Good free take out. for the Giants. Now Lysel forcing it ahead. Perfect. Down the left wing side. Oh, stop, Chuck. Missed the net. Lysel goes down. Back out to Cotton. Pass forward. Knocked down. Turned over by the Silver Dips. Hall takes it. Point blank. Save made. Holt. And the rebound is behind. Best chance of the game for Hall. Couldn't miss last night. Rob there, that would have been huge for the Giants. And now the Giants back. Lysel, left side, circle, Palmieri shot blocked. Hall follows up, tries to keep it deep. And behind the goal. Cleared around the boards and out. Knocked down by Evan Toth. Now to the right wing, Lysel taken down. And that is going to stop play as Palmieri and Hofer get tangled up. You know, Danny, I want to go back to that far corner to our left, to the left of Gursky. I love the way Palmieri pinned his man to the wall. You know, I mean, he said, no, you're not going anywhere. You're not going any further. He took a great position on it. He made, you know, he made contact, and then he finished him off. And, and, and honestly, then Hall, Lysello, Stopchik got involved, and that play continued with Hall got another chance. That is the best that that line has looked this whole hockey game. 
And, you know, again, maybe they're checking him a little better. You may be right. But when I see that kind of chance in the breakaway that Ostopchik had earlier, I don't think... I don't think that they've been completely stymied. I think there's a lot left. Wow, what a collision. As Lee's flattened by Hofer. And a penalty upcoming for a cross check. And this is going to go to the Giants, Bocek. Trying to be a good teammate. I get it. But Lee's just got flattened. And Bocek tried to come to the aid. <laughs> he, was, he was put down. There was no question. Whether, who, who was that? Hofer? Yeah. I mean, Hofer with the original hit on Lees, and then Bocek simply bounced off him. Let's be honest. I mean, Hofer's a big guy, big kid, but I love the response. And again, the Boczeks and some of these young guys are getting great, great experience, not only for the future, Dan, playoff experience for the rest of this series for the two games in Vancouver they've got to know what it feels like to play in this atmosphere in this environment with this intensity where the mistakes are so magnified and a face-off win for the Giants and they will flip it down the ice three goal game 5-2 for Everett and up the right wing, Zellweger crosses the line. A little give and go. Zellweger in! Stopped by Gursky. Zellweger has been a big-time factor tonight for the Everett Silvertips. Dan, I got 15 shots on goal this period. Not, not that I've said that shots on goal are that big a deal, but Vancouver's had 15. Right. And they've had probably four pretty good scoring chances at least. And a couple missed nets. And a good. couple missed nets. And going the other way, 10 forever at this period. So it's 15-10 shots on goal this period. Another penalty called. I'm not even sure who this is going against. The referee way down at the far blue line in the Everett zone made this call. Interference, it looks like. And crowd is quiet. They're not even sure. They'll let you know who this penalty is going against. It's to a silver tip. Well, they'd let you know. <laughs> not so quiet now. Well, four on four. You know, there's there's still, I mean, there's exactly two minutes left in this period. Yeah. And honestly, it's 5-2, and we've seen what Vancouver did three times last night. They came back from two goal deficits. If they can, if they can manage something right here, and Adam Hall is on the ice with Lysel. A face-off win for the, whoa, and a chance and a save from Holt. Off that face-off. Silvertips clear. Referee <coughs> takes a tumble to the delight of the fans in Everett. Hall bumped by Sutter. Hemmerling, who can fly as he collides. As the Silvertips up the left wing. Sutter, wide he goes. Canoe defends him well. Ostomchuk now going to free it. And he is off to the races down the right wing. Ostomchuk going to take it end to end. He's going to cut in. Save hold. Rebound batted wide. Cotton centered. Off a skate. Zellweger 
clever little reversal. And here, oh, that pass is going to be too far. And they're going to wave off icing. Massive power moves in this series so far by Zach Ostopja. Kadu, left wing. Pass forward, Thorpe. Trying to slide by a check. Hall, trying to bump his man. Good work by Hall along the wall. Vancouver will have a very brief power play in three seconds. Seeley slides in. And behind the goal, Cotton. Ahead for Bocek. Cotton going to skate it forward. There's time here for the Giants. As they skate it across, Hall onside, drops for Leslie, trying the return pass. In the corner for Lipinski. Five seconds to go in the period. Bocek steals. Decked behind the net. And that'll do it for period two. 17-10 are the shots. Chances probably, you could almost say, favor Vancouver a little bit that period. Yeah, I mean, there's something to build on going period three. You're sure you're down, you're down three goals. 5-2, Leslie getting Vancouver back into the into the game to a certain extent. But, yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, it's about adjustments, okay? Playoff hockey, so much about adjustments, keeping momentum going, never getting too high, never getting too low. The work ethic in this game by the Vancouver Giants is very commendable. There isn't a thing you can criticize this team about as far as their compete level, the pace they're playing with, their puck movement to the full 40 minutes. Yeah, I mean, it's just been a case where a couple mistakes, a couple great plays, if you will, by the Silver Tips to capitalize on them have given them a three-goal lead. We will take a 60-second break. We'll come back with the second period scoring summary. Giants actually outscoring the Silver Tips in that second period, two goals to one. But it's 5-2 for Everett. They lead the game after 40 minutes. We'll come back with a summary and more right after this. White Spot, Vancouver Giants Hockey on Sportsnet 650. Time to break down the first 40 minutes. This is the Vancouver Giants Intermission on Vancouver's home of hockey, Sportsnet 650. 40 minutes are in the... Here from the Angel of the Winds Arena in Everett. 5-2 the score as the... Silvertips lead the Vancouver Giants. Second period scoring summary presented by Kintech Footwear and Orthotics. Kintech, the footwear and orthotic provider for the Vancouver Giants. The shots on goal in that second period vastly different than the first period. The Giants counter 17 shots in that second period. Everett with 10. Giants outscore the Silvertips by a 2-1 count. And you know, Dan, if I may say this, if the silver tip strategy is to build a lead and then back off and defend, I'm not so sure that's going to work in this series against Vancouver Giants. There's, there's a little bit too much talent on the Giants to capitalize on a team that's strictly defending. And I know they've done that for a lot of the season, the silver tips. I mean, obviously, that's one of the reasons their record is what it is 45 wins, 13 losses. And they only have the four on home ice. So I sense a little bit. I sensed that last night a little bit. 
that, you know, with a two-goal lead that, that they had three times, and they kind of looked like they were protecting a bit. And Vancouver was exposing that that defensive system, if you will. And I'm not so sure that that's something they want to continue on. The only difference, that silver tips I'm talking about, the only difference is at this point they have a three-goal lead going into the third. So, uh, with the score 4 nothing for Everett after the first period, two goals from Hootenin, a goal from Wright, and a goal from Hofer. Ethan Semenuk built 23 seconds into the second period, got the Giants on the board, five on three. Yeah, it was a five on three. Ostopchuk ultimately with a puck against the back wall off to the side, to the right side of the Everett net, throws it to Semenuk. He's going to get to the front of the net. We've seen that all year. This is a guy who scored eight goals, and they were, I think, when I recall, most of Semenuk's goals were from the greasy areas, the dirty areas around the net. He likes to get there. Good pass from Ostopchik. Semenuk with the shot. Original save, the first save made by Holt, and then he just hangs around to hammer his rebound in his first of the playoffs, five on three, and Vancouver's on the board. 23 seconds into that period. Olin Zellweger, though, then responding for Everett at 8.07. Uh, you know what? I never did get a look at the replay. I know Gibson and Rooster in on the play, but, man, it sure looked to me like that shot from the right point by Zellweger is certainly, it's almost like he pushed it and just came off yeah. a stick like crazy. Certainly wasn't a slap shot. Obviously, it was a good quick release. Strong hands on that kid. And uh, again, now it's a 5-1 lead. And again, the silver tips with a Vancouver Giants facing a four-goal deficit, but they weren't done. 13-25 of the second period. We get to our play of the period for the Giants. Yeah, Hall's going to get the original assist. That puck is going to basically go into the Everett silver tip zone. I just visualize it. There isn't a Vancouver Giant even near the blue line yet. Thorpe is somewhere between the center ice line and the blue line. And the puck is slowly moving towards the net. And I'm thinking, okay, Holt, the goaltender's got to come out and play it, knock it out of the way. He doesn't. And the closer it gets to the hash marks in front of the net, that's where Thorpe picks it up. Holt does stay in the net. Credit him for making a big save, but out of nowhere, Mazden Leslie played, followed the play up and jams it home. 13-25, that's, that's what it looked like. This is the way it sounded. Right side, Goot, fakes, fires, blocked. Hooten in up high, missed. And now could be a break if the Giants hurry. And that's Thorpe back out there, a chance. They score on the rebound. Ty Thorpe back on the ice, got a breakaway, hold the save, Mazden Leslie there to whack in the rebound. So a pair of 16-year-olds for the Giants strike. It's a three-goal game again with 6.35 to go in the second. Play of the period for the Vancouver Giants, the 5-2 goal. Both goals tonight for the Vancouver Giants coming courtesy of 16-year-olds. The power plays tonight. Giants one for five. Everett, one for five. And let's have a look at the out-of-town scoreboard for tonight, a presentation of BMO. The home team so far in the playoffs has had a remarkable edge. And tonight is no exception, save and except for one place. Uh, Winnipeg, a 5-2 win over Prince Albert. That game is final. Edmonton at home, up 2-0 on Lethbridge after two. 
Moose Jaw going into the third, leading Saskatoon at home by a 3-2 score. Brandon on the road after 40 minutes of play in Red Deer, have a 1-0 lead. To the west we go. Portland leading Prince George by a 2-1 score. Portland, a 1-0 series game is 2-1 for Portland as we take a quick peek at that scoring summary. Curtis Smythe and Luca Kinyoni have scored for Portland. Jonas Bronberg, former Winterhawk, scoring for Prince George. The Seattle Thunderbirds yesterday built a convincing win against the Kelowna Rockets to start that series. They're right back at it today, leading Kelowna by a 4-2 score. Two from Svekovsky, one each from Rybinski and Schaefer. Seattle Thunderbirds, sort of a sweetheart team, I think. A lot of teams sort of pegging them as the four seed to really be capable of some damage. I was so impressed with Seattle, their last game when they came into Vancouver. They, they looked the absolute ultimate good-looking WHL team that was so poised for the playoffs. And, uh, you know, I've, I've always felt that, uh, you know, I mean, regardless of any of the history, I thought Lucas Lefekovsky was going to be a, a factor for their team come playoff time. And obviously Kurczynski is so important on the back end. I think ultimately home ice advantage was going to be a big difference. So we'll see how that ends up when the games go to Kelowna. So, um, the only other game in the West, and, and this was a massive lopsided game last night, the Blazers, 9 nothing winners last night at home over Spokane. Just a one nothing lead so far through one period tonight for Kamloops. Um, a shot and a score? Bit of a surprise to see that kind of a lopsided start, but that Kamloops Blazers team, man, you, especially at home, that rink gets loud. They are a motivated team in Kamloops. Well, I've said this for a couple times now. I, I think two years ago when the season was cut short, the Blazers, I know they were leading the BC division. I think they, did they give out an, did they give the BC title at that point? Did they acknowledge that? I know they did in the, in this, in the short season yeah. last year. And I think in both of those years, the Blazers felt really, strongly that had there been playoffs they were going to be one of the tough teams to contend with John Keane didn't so much as, as acknowledge that but I know that's what they felt when we had him on yeah. the air in Kamloops but that team has 15 returnees from last year's team that you know played in the bubble and anytime you get 15 guys back from a returning team you've got a pretty good shot and obviously a great goaltender in Garand and a one nothing lead for Kamloops um, after 40 minutes tonight. And worth noting as well, Vancouver Giants, the only road team bill to, to win game one of their respective series. While you're on that, you probably have it. I don't want you to have to go looking for anything. But if I'm not mistaken, I think I heard you say or read somewhere that uh, an eight seed hasn't beaten a one seed in, in uh, playoffs. Ever. ever. Okay, there you go, ever. Um, the, the the playoff format, and, and you might remember this better than I could, but, <clears throat> sorry, Bill, in, in the early 2000s, sort of right around 2002, 2003, the playoff format changed. It used to be sort of divisional and, you know, 
what one would play four in their division, two would play three, and then you would sort of reseed geographics cost, uh, sort of not unlike the, the bracketing system that we see in the NHL today. Um, but Did you like that? Um, I don't. Uh, I've got time for both. Yeah, me too. Uh, I, I I think I like the one eight two seven three six four five only because it's a true exact reflection of of what the top eight teams are. It's not, hey, you were the third best team in a crappy central division, so yeah. you are automatically in. Yeah, good point. No, Very mean, good point. If, if you're a if you're a third seed in a division, but you're a seventh seed by overall points. That's where you belong. Uh, I'm not sure where, you know, I, I so, so anyway, I, I think, you know. Well, they try to mimic the NHL. And, and, and the, the NHL is still using the, the, the bracketing system, whereas now we're back to the one eight two seven three six four five. So, and... I mean, heck, the, the, the Vancouver Giants at no worse bill are going into Wednesday night with a split with the Everett Silvertips, and they've stolen home ice advantage away in the series. Well, who said it, that it's not a series until the visiting team wins, you know, a game? Until you lose a game at home. Yeah, until you lose a game yeah. at home. I, 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 you know, we're not happy with what's happened here so far tonight. It's it's five two yeah. shots are thirty two twenty three. Uh, again, shots or, or scoring chances. I'd love to have Xander here. Um, and if you're listening, buddy, we miss you. You know, charting that uh, scoring chances probably pretty even. Uh, I don't. Well, let me put it this way: we we could well finish two games in this series here without a goaltender being either on, on either team being one of the yeah. three stars. And, and, and so, you know, uh, I mean, they haven't. And the reason I say that is because usually a goaltender to, to be recognized. If you're going to win here, especially. Yeah. And, and, and a goaltender that's, you know, going to be recognized in, in that category is obviously making a lot of key saves. And why is he making a lot of key saves? Because there's a lot of scoring chances. Let's take a break. When we come back, the third period will be upon us. It's 5-2. Everett leading the Vancouver Giants. White spot. Giants hockey on Sportsnet 650. Time for the third period of Vancouver Giants hockey on Sportsnet 650. Vancouver's home of hockey. Here's Dan O'Connor and Bill Wilms. Well, the third period is here. And the Vancouver Giants... Looking to inch their way a little closer in this third period and maybe put a bit of a late scare into the Everett Silvertips, but to erase a three-goal deficit in the third period in game two, a tall order bill, but Giants at no worse. They're going home with a split, and maybe they've got more comeback hockey in them here in period three. Well, a couple things, you know, to refresh what happened last night, in the regular season, the Everett Silvertips, listen carefully, 42-0, one and two. Never lost a game in regulation when leading after 40. They did last night. That's how different playoff stats can be. Now, what happens in the third period can, can really have an effect on the rest of this series. This isn't just two games back to back. This is a 
a best of seven series. So there's a lot to play for in period number three. And the Giants in the third period are going to go right to left on your radio dial and webcast screen. Having a heck of a hard time dropping a puck. They've tried twice. <laughs> now they do. Everett controls. And into the giant zone we go. Shot from the left circle will miss. Behind the net, Hootenin trying to bump his man. Palmieri can't find it, Hootenin will. Weaving into the circle, through a backhand pass, picked away by Cotton and now Lysel. Racing down the right side, trying to make a move. Gibson defended it well. And now back come the silver tips. Long shot, Gursky a little awkward making that save, but he did. And now a steal, all alone in front of the net and a redirect from Campbell. And a save made from Gursky and now Kadu is slow to get up in the far corner. And a penalty coming up to Michael Goot. You know, that puck is chased in the corner. Kadu's after it. He's taken down and then how quickly the Everett Silvertiv moved that puck from that corner on the forecheck to a player in front of the net with a scoring chance would have never counted because the delayed penalty, I'm sure. And Vancouver, right off the bat, is the power play. Again, remember, in a series, yeah. you want to stay hot. One for five on the night are the Giants on the power play. Trying to free it. Silvertips do, and they clear. The urgency when you're down 5-2 yeah. is just not quite the same, is it? No. That was an easy clear. Here come the Giants again. A stop check to the right. Lysel, wide he goes. Seeley did well to steer him just wide. And then Seeley in the corner with a stop chuck. And even with a 5-2 lead, these fans are letting the officials have it. <laughs> right wing. Freed by the Giants to the point. Cotton to the right wing side. Centered off a stick, not out. Cotton left side. In close, his shot blockered away by Holtz. Then Cotton falls. And now a trip as Horning hauls down Ng. And we're going to be four on four. Or are they going to take Ng for the dive? Well, I'll tell you, the roof will come off this place if they do. I think it's just going to be Horning. Well, four on four, and I haven't made up my mind at any time this season in the five games that I've seen these two teams play who four on four favors. It's hard. I'm hard-pressed to figure at anybody that Vancouver plays against when it's four on four that it isn't a probably a Vancouver Giant you know, favorite because of, well, I mean, honestly, because of Lysel. Yeah. Or, or, or in other words, uh, a team that's favored over the Giants. No, I, I yeah. where, where I where I got to favor the favor the Giants on forty, you know, in four and four situations. And you know what? I mean, we don't want to. I'm not disparaging either guy, but every every coach. I mean. Barkley Parnett himself, general manager, will say he's the most exciting player in the Western Hockey League is Fabian Lysel. 
And so you go four and four, I mean, he's going to be a factor. And a backdoor play and a tip for Hofer missed. And Hootenden ahead for Zellweger. Zellweger brings it in. He'll leave it to the wall. Picked away. Swetlikoff for Seeley. Stolen. And now here is the aforementioned Lysel. Wide he goes on Swetlikoff. Racing in down the left wing. On a backhand. Center! And up high and missed. That was a good look for Mazden Leslie. Couldn't convert. And now Everett on a power play. Hootenden to the slot. Goot drive. Gursky to save. Rebound to the right wing. Lysel had it in his feet. Couldn't get rid of it. Power play and a big collision along the wall. Behind the play. Delayed penalty. Lysel tied up with Hootenden, I believe. And the two leading scorers in the series. Dan, actually quite a bit before this scrum along the boards. That arm was up for a delayed penalty, and I'm not too sure who on. And I know referees right now are certainly concerned about keeping the lid on this. It'll be a five on three for Everett. for 43 seconds. And it's Lysel to the penalty box. I mean, he draws a lot of penalties, but you know the five assists he had last night, not really a big factor in tonight's game. That's, that is frustrating. He, you know, I mean, you don't mind to see that. I'm sure if I'm, if I'm with Boston, I'm saying, okay, um, you know, this is our top pick. This is a guy that was untouchable at the, at the trade deadline. There was no way they were going to make a move that involved Fabian Lysel, and you want him to be frustrated, and you want him to say, hey, wait a minute, I'm not happy, I'm not performing the way I want him. But that that puck, when he took that up the ice, just, you know, what, 30 seconds ago? I mean, full bore. You don't think he's skating fast, just watch the guys that he's flying by. Yeah, They're going 100 miles an hour, and they can't catch him. Timeout called for Everett so they can rest their top power play. Good music in the building. <laughs> All right. So, G Giants had a five-on-three power play earlier in the game. They scored. Everett wins the draw. Zellweger down low. Behind the net. Goot. Hooten in a drive. Big shot. Gursky the save. Now a chance. Goot. Hooten in. Zellweger. Backdoor play. Score. Is there a defenseman that reads the play better than Olin Zellweger? The transfer of the puck from his stick at the blue line to the left side of the ice to the far circle on the other side. I mean, it's like a machine, the way that puck left his stick. I don't even think he looked at who he was passing that puck to. It was just a no-look pass, and it was just right on the stick of the guy that scored the goal. I mean, it's beautiful. 
And you get a uh, five on three, you want to get the goaltender going one side to the other, and they get Gursky going from the right side of the net to the left. He can't get there fast enough. It's back in the back of the net. And so Goot with the goal, and now Hootenin in the corner, right. Zellweger, Swetlikoff, Goot in front, tipped. Pad save made. Hootenin, big game for him. I believe that's point number four. And he's got the puck again. Does Nico Hootenin? Zellweger, Goot, goes in close, still has it, goes across. Hootenin gonna settle it down. Zellweger, Goot, circle up high wide. Goot, takes it back, backdoor play, Hootenin, oh, Goot just couldn't hang on. Right wing, pass in, Swetlikov, Hootenin, cuts to the middle, blocked. To the point, Zellweger, Hootenin. Hall got a piece, now a stick shatters. And now here's Hall, shorthanded. Drive, pad save, Holt. And then off the goalie. And the second penalty comes to an end. I've got Everett at two for seven on the power play here tonight. as the Silvertips bring it back. Michael Goot making it a 6-2 game from Zellweger and Hootenin. And Nico Hootenin indeed with two goals and two assists. Six points in the series so far for Hootenin. And now a pass forward. Off the glass. Up the middle, wide to the outside. And in behind the Giants goal. Leslie will move it forward. And in to the Everett zone and now cleared to center. Will Gursky behind his net will usher it around. Up the left wing, Lees. Now we'll pass forward. Thorpe trying to go inside out on Sutter. Holt will clear it away. Behind the goal. And cleared forward. Hootenit. Left wing, Zellweger. Just dumped in to the giant zone. Up the right wing. Giants try to clear. Turned over. Ostomchuk lost it. Hootenin trying to center it. Clear to the line, not out. Now along the left wing, Hall. Pass too far ahead of Ostomchuk. And that is going to go for an icing. We'll take a break. 7.03, gone in the third. Silvertip 6, Giants 2 on Sportsnet 650. And the face-off coming in the Everett zone to the right of Brandon Holt. 
25 saves for the Everett Netminder here tonight. 32 saves at the other end on 38 shots faced. Zellweger for Everett. Behind his own net will play it up the left wing. Pass now to Campbell. To the slot. A drop pass for Goot. Trying to slide his way through. Hall will intercept. He'll play it up the left wing for Seminuk. Down goes Seminuk in the corner. And now played forward. Down the right wing. High shot over the goal. And now Gursky hugging that left post. Where's the puck? A free score. No one could find it. And finally, Ronan Seeley did 7-2. A lot of guys looking for that puck. The guy closest to it, you would hope, would be the goaltender, in this case, Gursky. And it's always a case when there's a puck that's loose in or around the paint area, if you're fishing for it, who the, does the best fishing? And nobody was able to do it there. Nobody found that loose puck, but it came out. It came out to the hash marks in front of the net. And Seeley there to rip it home. Now, you don't want this to get completely out of hand, Dan, but honestly, the score in tonight's game means absolutely nothing yeah. going into Wednesday night. And, and, and if nothing else, it's, it's, it's good experience for the younger guys that are getting ice time. It was never going to be easy tonight. No. It wasn't going to be easy with a full lineup. And Roost. But there's still, uh, you know, 12 minutes and two seconds left. And Silvertips look like they're obviously going to hit 40 shots. 39 on the board right now. They scored early. And they scored often tonight, have the silver tip. Scored, open the score to 126. Always a problem in this building. And on Wednesday night at the LEC, it'll be game three of this series where barring a seismic comeback here from the Vancouver Giants, this is going to be a 1-1 series. Yeah, and, and honestly, like we said, trust me, it's this, the score in this game will have yeah. absolutely zero importance in the game on Wednesday night. Vancouver's going to be pumped. They're going to be ready. Hopefully, Vikeman will be back, you know, at, at full strength. And, yeah. and frankly, I mean, I'm, I'm honestly looking forward to that. You just accomplished what what you came here to do, what, really. Really what you came here to do, except that you whetted your appetite a little bit and what you did last night, coming from behind two goals three times, it, you know, you were very, very effective. Sort of the, we've seen what you can do. Yep. As Gursky makes a glove save off Hofer from the right wing. You know, and, and obviously this is a team that's got role players. Every team does. And, you know, I'm not 100% certain as 5,222 people are announced in the building. You know, you, you want to play the role that, what's the old saying, you know, grow where you're planted. And sometimes you, you get players that want to be different than they really are. Yeah. And that's when you run into trouble. 
and Thorpe will play it forward. Delayed penalty coming up to Everett, I believe, to Hooten and for knocking down Thorpe. And really important for the referees now just to not let this one get off the rails. No, and, and again, this is a power play. Honestly, there's going to be a very good feeling for this giant team if they can if they can score on this power play. As the Giants now at center. Referee's arm is ready to fall off. He's had it up for a couple minutes. Alex Cotton, play to the right for Lysel. Back for Cotton, goes wide. High shot, glove save uh, by Holt. See, all of that is impressive to me. That, you know, that puck movement. Sure, you got an extra attacker on the ice, but it took, what, two minutes? It took a shot a goal for that play to die. And this is important. Keep plays alive. Keep taking pucks and getting pucks at the net. It is strange for me that in these two games in this building, neither team has got a goaltender in one of the three stars. And I don't know. I mean, it does tell you that there's some pretty good offense for both teams. Even the 29 shots on goal, it'll be 30 after this power play's over for Vancouver. And the seventh power play of the evening tonight for the Vancouver Giants. And if nothing else, just to keep that power play confidence going. Yeah, it's the confidence, exactly. Not necessarily a score always, but they're a confident group on the power play. They got that puck into a guy there in the high slot area that had no chance of receiving that pass. Three white-shirted tips were right around and they're able to ice it. But here they come up the ice again. Watch this power play. See how effective they move pucks and get scoring chances. Little give-and-go play with Cotton. A little too far for him along the right wing. Trying to jam it free along the end boards, left wing side. Linesman loses sight of it and now pushing and shoving. Got to keep your wits about you if you're the Giants. Uh, Peyton Mount left the game late in the first period with an injury, a collision with Alex Swetlikoff. He has not returned. And what will that do for game three? Ty Thorpe left the game briefly in the second period. He is back, and that is wonderful news for the Giants. But well, when you when you look at the Lysello, Stopchick, and, and Hall group and the second line of Lees, Thorpe, and Mount, if Mount's not able to play, I mean, the ice time that Semenik's got tonight, even Botchek, you know, and I... Trust Lanko could be back. And, you know, I mean, there, there is somebody they're going to move into that spot. And, and I will say this. I, I thought Peyton Mount played wonderful last night. And uh, <clears throat> along the right wing, trying to jam it forward, is Lipinski. Stolen, not out. Canoe a drive, blocked. And deflected out of play, 9.07 to go here in the third. You know, when you wind up with a stick as far back as Cadu did in that play, there's so much time for players to get in the way and get in the shooting lanes and block that puck. That was a turnover from right behind the Everett Silvertip net on an attempted clear that Cadu kept in at the point, drew the stick way back and ripped it. It was, uh, you know, not a great scoring chance, but he tried to get it on the net, see if they can create. And the Giants 
Left circle, Mazden Leslie, low shot. Almost like a pass. Behind the net, Semenuk. Spinning away is Leslie. Semenuk, Leslie Cadu. Trying to spin. Found Leslie into the slot, a shot, save made, rebound cleared. And now a long feed from Gursky, right wing to Lipinski. Shot down low and cleared up the middle and down the ice. 8.20 to go here in the third, 7-2 Everett. Right wing, sent behind and cleared around the boards. And a collision and a clear. And left wing, Giants, Horning, takes a bump. Puck moved forward. Zacho Stopchuk, pivots, lost it. And here's Courtney, the other way for Everett. Courtney trying to slide wide on a backhand. And now Gursky lost his stick. Will Gursky without a goal stick, as it's in the far corner. Thankfully, the puck goes out of play, and that will stop play, and he'll retrieve his weapon. And you know what this win means here tonight? It means definitely will Vancouver Giants will be back in this building. On Saturday next week. Yeah, exactly goes, a week. It yeah. goes Friday, Wednesday, Friday in Vancouver, Saturday, back here at Everett. Yep. And then Monday in Vancouver? Correct. Yeah, that, that's one thing for sure. These kids will experience another game in this building, guaranteed, but they do win one game in this building and now it becomes uh you know a, a, a little different story can you it's, hold it, serve at home it, it's it's doable you can't this giant team can't come out of this game tonight not thinking hey this is doable right gibson will send a pass across the ice and Sort of here in the third period, Bill, maybe a chance to sort of rest Ostopchuk, Hall, and Lysel a little bit. You've played them so much here in the first two games of the series. Well, that's what I thought earlier yeah. when, when I saw Semenik and, you know, Bocek get some time. Yeah, you, you've, you've got to pace it now. There's there's no no question about that. Le left side, Seeley towards that, looking for the backdoor play. And the referee... Going to blow play down. And is this going to be a Giants penalty? Too many men? No. 6.31 to go. We'll take a break. 7-2. Silvertips leading the Giants on Sportsnet. 6.50. A too many men on the ice penalty for the Vancouver Giants. So the Everett Silvertips go to their eighth power play of the game. And after taking only two penalties last night, the Giants take their eighth. And it's the top guns out there for Everett. Hootman, Zellweger, Goot. Blocked. Zellweger keeps it in. To the right. Goot tipped wide. Swetlikoff. Hootman. Zellweger, Goot, goes across, blocked. 
And cleared down the ice by Zacho Stopchuk. Left wing. Hootenin. As there's a giant now without a stick. Roost. Right side. Walks in. Goes down low. Hootenin. Can't find it. Clear to the line. Not out. Roost. Hootenin one-timer. Gursky got a piece. Zellweger. Hootenin. One-timer. That one blocked. Zach's had two chances to pick that stick up. I'm guessing it's broken. And now... Yeah, he went to the bench to get one. Left side, puck cleared by the Vancouver Giants. That was a nice save from Gursky on the one-timer. And so now along the right wing. <coughs> Zellweger will just calm it down behind his net. And a clear up the left wing to Hofer. Chipped in along the wall. Goot with room. Centered. Too far for Hemmerling. Seeley to Hemmerling along the right wing. Trying to force it free. Lipinski. Trying to find it. Giants six for eight on the penalty kill. Got no idea what this crowd says when the announcer says Vancouver Giants back at full strength. Have you picked that up? Uh, I do. Is it not good? Not yeah. arable? Uh, it's arable. Uh, they stay. They they say they still suck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they are right into it here in Everett. Oh yeah. There, there was a cowbell left in the men's washroom. I, I saw like, that. I was tempted to take it out of there, but uh, no. Somebody's coming back for that cowbell. As the Giants and Silvertips, time winding down. Nobody happier than you? <laughs> I suspect, hope, and pray that the voice is in a little bit better shape come Wednesday. Well, it's better tonight than yeah. last night, wouldn't oh, you say? I, I would agree. Yeah. Although I'm, I'm not sure. The listeners would? What that's really saying. But the... Vancouver Giants hosting the next two games of this series on Wednesday and Friday. And a broken stick draws the ooh and awe of the crowd. You, you wonder out loud, Bill, what does three days now between now and game four, what does that do? for potentially a Jacob Boucher or a Cole Shepard. Yeah, or, uh, or a Vikman or a or Lankow. Or a Vikman or Lankow, yes. Three forwards. I mean, heck, the Giants would take a healthy forward right now at this stage, just given their situation. But the uh, the Vikman question, the Lankow question, Mount, you'd have to think that with the fact that he's not back in this game tells me that we're probably at least looking at I, I would say doubtful for Wednesday who's that now Mount you're talking about yeah you know, you know when you when you look at Cole Shepard it, it just frustrates me is the word I can use uh, you know so much talent I think well, I know. We've seen it on display, but so few games played in his career. 
where Nick we can enjoy it. Has has not yet played a WHL playoff game. 78 games in his career. Got 49 points down. Let's round that off to 50 in 78 games. Great edge work, and this is the kind of series. He, he would have fit so right into that game last night with his puck movement, his skating, his edges. And, and even just being a left-handed shot and being on the a second left, line. You got it. Yeah. I mean, when he, when he has a puck in the offensive zone, Shepard, he puts a stranglehold on it. It's, it's hard to take away from him. And I've always thought he'd be that forward on the power play that, you know, is so effective along with, a, a you know, a quarterback at the blue line. And, you know, his 17-year-old season, Cole Shepard was ranked 149th in central yeah. scouting. That was with 50 games played. Uh, and, and I honestly think he could make that up. He could he could be get reevaluated completely in in a playoff series. How far is he away? We, we will, Unofficially, we, we will find out Wednesday. Okay. Uh, I would say there's, you know, day to day would be the probably the, the the best political answer to that question. Um, but uh, what what I can tell you is that the, there is a plan for a select number of Giants to skate tomorrow and then a full practice Monday and Tuesday to get ready for game three on Wednesday night at the LEC at 7 o'clock. See, I, I don't think it's a big secret for a guy like Shepard because he hasn't played. You take a guy out of the series tonight, now you got yeah. a question. You don't want to let people know sure. the other team know when he's back or how long he's going to be out for. But it's almost to the point for me that Cole Shepard's a rumor. Right. I. He just, he was, he, you know, when he plays, he he's an impressive hockey player. He's a factor. He is. A, very well said, Dan. He is a, there's no doubt he's a factor. And he's a factor almost every game. I, you, if, if 16's in the lineup, Shepard for Vancouver, you're not going to go a period and not wonder if he played that period or not. Ison called on the Giants. Exactly one minute now to go here in game two. Well, you got mixed feelings, okay? You, you, you won last night, and, yeah. and you, you thought you might be able to get one tonight, and you get you get beat, you know, handily, 7-2. I mean, a 4-3 a loss, a 5-4 loss, a 4-2 loss. It's different, but when you give up seven, you lose by five, you walk out saying, all right. I mean, we still accomplished something last night, Vancouver did. Big, big win, massive win. The the old cliche of not getting too high, not getting too low. Right, right. Think about this result for all of two minutes, and then it's on to the next one for the Vancouver Giants. You say they're skating tomorrow? Not the whole team. No. But sort of a, you know, week, weekend ice for the the maybes for next week. Face-off win for Everett. Boy, there's a collision with Gursky that's going to cause a penalty. No. Oh, yes. Indeed it is. As the Giants send it across. Huh. <laughs> 
Thorpe chucking it back to his own zone, and that's always a scary play. At 7-2, it's a little less scary, yeah. but be that as it may, you're absolutely right. Vancouver Canuck fans will never forget Louis Erickson doing that in his first game in a Canuck uniform. I didn't know that. I remember Jansen Harkins had that happen to him uh, in Prince George with the Cougars. The Threw it back towards the, his own zone the, and the, puts it in an empty the, net. The, the dreaded own goal with the, uh, with the net empty. Giants are going to have a power play here for the final 24.2 seconds of this game. Harkins still playing in Winnipeg? Yes. Paid his dues with Manitoba, didn't he, in the American League? Coached by Keith McCambridge at one point. Was he a big fan favorite in Prince George? He uh, He's the franchise's leading scorer. Jansen Harkins? Is, is Jansen Harkins with the Prince George Cougars. And now has played 128 NHL games. So I'm going to guess uh, 30 points. Uh, not quite. He's got seven goals this year. Oh, good. Ten points. So, and largely in a fourth-line role. But I think I remember doing him in the Max Midget Tournament. Vancouver Northwest Giants. There Score! Shot from the point goes in. And the power play will get a percentage point. And... I believe on a redirect, that's going to be Jaden Lipinski. So, three rookies. And now the officials are going to talk about it, just to make sure that that wasn't knocked in by a high stick. It did, it did change directions, and it did look like it went down. Nice face-off win by Vancouver. The shot from almost exactly where the blue, line's, blue line meets the boards on the one side of the ice. Yeah, Lipinski, uh, we'll get the signal. It's a quick discussion. Uh, well, they're going well now they're going back for more. They're going upstairs. Did it get knocked in by a high stick? Yeah, we'll find out 19 and a half seconds left, 7-2 Vancouver, or Everett right now. Will it be 7-3? And you know what? For what it's worth, the goals that Semenek score, the goals that Leslie score, and if this is a Lipinski goal, those are such confidence builders for those guys. Big time. You, 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 you look at the box scores of a series, and you've got the big guns, and then you've got the help. You know, you've got the, the, the depth of your team. You know what I call them, right? The foot soldiers. Right. Uh, I thought last night, Lankow, Semenek, Lipinski, Call, Bocek, I, I thought they were they were a factor. And I, I'll still say Bocek tonight. Call played. He was good yeah, the first period. Hasn't played much. Lipinski, we got Semenek with a goal. Lanko not in the lineup. And, you know, I know we talked with Dale Seiper about the youngsters, and that, that's just an absolute given with Vancouver when you watch them play. And you can tell by the crowd what the yeah. ruling is going to be. It counts. Uh, and, I, you know, yeah, I mean, the youngsters, obviously, very, very important. But, Dan, in this playoff series against this Everett Silvertip team, believe me, you're not going to win this with the young kids 
doing the damage. No. You're going to win this series with your skill guys doing what they did, for example, like last night. That was that was very, very impressive. A stop chick Lysel and Hall. Five more seconds left in game two. We'll let the crowd tell the story of the night. And a bit of rough stuff in front of the Giants bench. Well, you got to watch this now. Cotton's in this mix. And they're, they're throwing him. Yeah, but you worry about suspension. Oh, I mean, fights at the 20-minute mark of a game. You know what? If this referee's got this thing all figured out in his head, even with that roar that you hear there, any experience there, knowing this is a playoff, you know what you do here, don't you? They're all roughing penalties. You you sincerely hope so. I mean, he can't afford, Vancouver can't afford no. to lose Cotton. And that's where you just have to keep your wits about you. This will be interesting. Please use discretion here, Mr. Stripe, with a red armband. That's a cheer for the team. That's got nothing to do with what's happening on the ice. Yeah. That's the team going back to congratulate their goaltender. I mean, there were punches thrown. This would be a gutsy call if he makes the call roughing penalties only. I, I know referees. I've seen referees that would make that call roughing. Yeah. It, it, it wasn't... It, 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 well, not a big deal. Boy, that is clearly boys will be boys. We will uh, see what happens to the stat sheet, but 7-3, the final score. Everett wins the game. Post-game show is next on Sportsnet 650, the series tied 1-1. Now time to break down the game. This is the Vancouver Giants postgame show on your home of hockey, Sportsnet 650. Here's Dan O'Connor. Postgame show underway. Here tonight from the Angel of the Winds Arena in Everett. 7-3. Silver Tips take the game tonight, and the series is now tied at 1. Kintech footwear and orthotics scoring summary for tonight's game. Starting with the shots on goal. Shots on goal tonight, Everett with 45. Giants answer with 32, so the silver tips. 45 shot effort in which they yield seven goals on the night, four of which came in the first Unanswered, I might add. Nico Hooten in a minute, 26 in. From Zellweger and right, a power play one-timer from the left point, 1-0 Everett. 15.09, Ryan Hofer on a two-on-one. Sort of knocked in his own blocked shot. Hofer from the right wing, from Hemmerling and Anderson at 15.09, 2-0 for Everett. Jacob Wright, then at 17.03 of period number one. Scores of a wonderful backdoor feed from Nico Hootenen, 3-0 Everett. Hootenden then scores his second goal of the period through the legs, through his own legs, and in at 1839 
a 4-0 lead for Everett after one. 23 seconds into the second period on a 5-on-3 power play. Ethan Semenuk for Vancouver. Scores on a 5-on-3. Rebound off a his own rebound in fract in front of the net. Off a slick feed from Fabian Lysel. Semenuk, his first playoff goal. 4-1 game. Olin Zellweger then at 8-07 in the second period. Scores off a low shot from the right wing point. A 5-1 lead at that point as Zellweger notched his first goal of the series. Then at 13-25 in the second period for the Giants, we get to our play of the game. Ty Thorpe, first shift back after injury, gets a breakaway, denied, but there was Mazda Leslie to scoop in the loose change. Play of the game for the Vancouver Giants sounded like this. Right side, Goot, fakes, fires, blocked. Hooten in up high, missed. And now could be a break if the Giants hurry. And that's Thorpe back out there, a chance. They score on the rebound. Ty Thorpe back on the ice, got a breakaway, hold the save, Mazda Leslie there to whack in the rebound. So a pair of 16-year-olds for the Giants strike. It's a three-goal game again with 6.35 to go in the second. And that is where the score would stick after 40 minutes of play. A 5-2 lead for Everett. Michael Goot, 3-20. He gets a 6-2 goal off a 5-on-3 power play for Everett. Goot from Zellweger and Hootenin. Ronan Seeley got in on the act as he took advantage of a failed covering attempt to the puck. Seeley's first of the series from Roost and Campbell. A 7-2 lead at 7.44 in the third period for the Everett Silvertips. Uh, 20 seconds to go in the third period. The Giants get one more. Um, thought it was Lipinski on the tip. They've credited Alex Cotton with the goal. Cotton took the shot from the right wing point. A power goal for the Vancouver Giants. Alex Cotton from Connor Horning and Jaden Lipinski. A power play goal for the Giants. Both teams on the night finished two for eight on the man advantage. So the Giants power play has now clicked for four of the eight goals in the series so far. Um, Everett goes two for eight on the man advantage as well. A 1-1 series between these two teams. Giants winning 5-4 in overtime a night ago. Everett gets the 7-3 win in the pushback game here today. Game three now looms, Bill, on Wednesday at home. Um, tonight sort of is what it is. You know, the goaltending adjustment having to be made from the Giants. They lose two forwards in the second period and, and played a lot of this game short-staffed up front. And yet, none of it really matters now. You're going back to the LEC, tied in the series 1-1. Three of the next five games of this series are in your home rink. And, and I dare I say, if you were the Giants and you knew you were going home Wednesday with the series tied 1-1, you'd probably take it. Yeah, you know, keep in mind for for this Vancouver Giant team for this season going into the playoffs against Everett, the bar isn't terribly high. Um, you know, it's it's a low bar. I mean, get a split here, awesome. Not sure. I'm not so sure. There's enough. There was enough, and, and for all of us, I'm not sure there's enough thinking that, you know, it could have been. A, a two-game sweep yeah. here. Uh, 
because, as I say, getting them, get, you know, even losing two and trying to pick the series up and get back into it in Vancouver on Wednesday and Friday is a low bar. And I think, you know, with two close games in this building, probably would have taken it. But with a win last night, now you're you're thinking, okay, I mean. The, the eyes get a little wider. Yeah, and you think, you know, just maybe. But I don't think there's enough thinking that it can be done. So you kind of almost expected this. And, you know, as I say, you know, this it's not – it's it's not easy. It's never gonna be easy, um, and it seemed like there was a kind of a feeling that you know what you got the one. Uh, try to do whatever you can now to win the second one without maybe that thinking we will win that second one. There's there's no doubt, Dan. If the best beat the best, this is a game of best against best. Okay, there's no question. If you're a power play, then and I just want to get this right. Then the power play was was. Uh, Four, what was it tonight? Two for eight. Two for eight. So I've got the power play then eight for twenty-eight, which you know in you know in in, in the games played on the season. So I may not have that quite right, but be that as it may, it's a power play. I guess what I'm trying to say that it works against this team. Uh, I like a lot about what happened against you know in these two games here. It opened my eyes to a certain extent, but again, as I said, the bar—I'd like to see the bar raised a bit. For example, if they win on Wednesday, if Vancouver can pull this game off on Wednesday, take a two-one series lead, I want that bar to be raised to the point where you know what—we're not happy just with a split at home and tie the series at two. I think if they can win Wednesday night, they got to be thinking about certainly doing it again on Friday. Now. It's it's where they want to be at this point. There's, this is no. This is even a bit of a bonus. Let's be honest. And I'm happy for. I'm happy for the for the players. I'm happy for the coaches. And I'm most happy for the fans as well, who can come on Wednesday night at the LEC and see a series that's tied. And, and see a series that is. It's a series. It, exactly right. And um, I mean the the adjustments made by the Everett Silvertips tonight, Bill, keeping Hall, Ostopchuk, and Lysel without a goal. Um, that's a testament. Uh, you pick a player on the Everett Silvertips roster tonight. Their top guys were were full guns a-blazing. I mean, four points for Hootenin, a pair of points for Zellweger. Um, a lot of them sort of factoring in on the on the scoreboard. We'll, we'll finish that thought in a bit. But uh, Giants associate coach Keith McCambridge for some reaction after a 7-3 result tonight uh, favoring Everett. Coach, you get a split. And, I mean... Obviously, the the journey it's taken to get to this point is uh, a, a topsy-turvy one, but you're going home Wednesday in a 1-1 series. Um, sort of a immediate reaction to tonight and a bigger picture reaction to the weekend, please. Well, playoffs again are about, uh, or playoffs are about turning the page. Obviously, yesterday a real good game. Uh, but you can't pat yourself on the back too much after a win like we had last night. And then the same goes the, the way for this evening. Uh, a tough loss, but uh, it's about turning the page. To split, we seized home ice advantage. Three of the next four games are on our home ice. So that is a success on our side here. Uh, there's lots to be learned from tonight's game, and there's things we took from last night, but it's about regrouping, turning the page, and getting back to work for Wednesday. Keep that playoff beard going, Coach. <laughs> I like it. Uh, Keith? Best versus best, I think, is a must. Uh, obviously, our you know Hall of Stopchuk and Lysel were terrific last night. Uh, 
their their best are a very formidable group. Discipline last night, you only were shorthanded twice. A lot different here tonight. And you got to win the battle of the goaltenders. Um, but it's doable, isn't it? After two games in this building, you feel going home? Yeah, yeah, it is. It, it gave us some life last night. Uh, you know, we really trouble. You wanted to score the first goal in here to, again, uh, put some doubt in their mind. We didn't do that. Uh, the five-on-three goal against was undisciplined, uh, but you can't let their power play. It's a number two-ranked power play in the Western Hockey League. We know they have some daggers on it, uh, but it's about it's about making sure that you're you're playing the same way, making sure you're not giving them any kind of momentum, and we let it run away from us uh, for long stints in tonight's game. But playoffs, as I said, it's it's about turning the page here. It's about making sure we uh, recognize that we beat a good team here at home last night uh, and get what we need having our home ice advantage and making our home ice a tougher place to play, having success in front of our in front of our home crowd. That has to be something uh, that has to be on the front uh, whenever visiting teams come in, that it has to be a hard place to be able to get wins out of, and we got to be better. Coach, uh, scoring first is so important. You played them six times, counting the four games in the season, two here. They've scored first every time. All six games they've scored the opening goal. And in here it's been very early in the game, as it was tonight, I think in, in the first two minutes. Uh, does that? What kind of problem does that present to you guys? Well, this building comes alive, as you guys both yeah. seen it up here. It uh, it comes alive. It gets loud. They get into it, um, and then going off last night's loss that they had that goal. Uh, that they scored early in the game uh, gives them that belief that they can win. Uh, if we would have been able to get the first dagger, uh, then as I mentioned, we might have been able to put some doubt in their mind. You know, you had a couple 16-year-olds that performed well. Uh, I mean, we... You know, every time I look at Leslie, I I have to say I, I feel like he's an 18-year-old. He plays top minutes, and he's only 16. I think, wow, really? I mean, what a kind of a player he's going to be. And seven, I just seem to enjoy this kind of atmosphere, this kind of this kind of play on the ice. He's he's kind of built for that, isn't he? Yeah, Semi's a good player. Semi has lots of speed. Uh, he has skill sturdy? from the sturdy skill from the top of the circles down. He's got a good shot, and uh, he had an opportunity to get some minutes with some injuries that we lost, and. Uh, good on him to make the most of those minutes. Uh, when guys sit on the bench and they don't play and then they're given those opportunities and they don't uh, dig in and uh, and try to build some confidence uh, in the coaching staff with those minutes, then that's on them. But good for Semi tonight. He got some prime, uh, you know, slotted in with some good players on the wing and a couple times with some good centermen in there as well. Uh, and he made the most of it. And Mazden Leslie, yes, it, I, I, I agree with that, where you forget sometimes how young he is because he continues to get better and better, looks more poised. He doesn't throw pucks away as much as he used to before he's able to create some offense and Roberts we lost Roberts early in the game with an injury um, which was unfortunate but I thought uh, before he left he, he finished the first but uh, I thought his first period was strong he made some good intelligent reads as a big defenseman he's going to get stronger in his leg strength he's going to get smarter uh, and confident in his game but I thought uh, I've liked a lot what I've seen well I, he made a play at his own blue line uh, on, on Zellweger no on less. Zellweger his explosive move, his first stride from basically the center of the blue line to the wall and then pin the guy along the boards was very, very impressive. Big kid, very good skater, isn't he? Yeah, lots to build off. Lots to You look at if there's potential there with young defensemen and forwards, but for me watching the D, uh, and there is. And, and it's been talked about how he's looked good in practice, but the evaluation on, on the side of things that I like to look at is how is he under pressure uh, how is he in those tight, important situations in games? Um, and this short sample size that we've had with him, uh, he's impressed. Coach, um, hard hard to sort of quantify this question, but I'll, I'm, I'm sure you'll do your best. But you, you lose Peyton Mount, 
<clears throat> you lose Roberts, you lose Thorpe for a good portion of the second period. Um, Jesper Weichmann, uh, a late decision for him not not to go. Lankow, same thing. Um, how optimistic are you feeling that for Game 3, there might be a re-emergence, a, a re I suppose, of a body or three perhaps into this lineup for the Giants because they could sure use it. Yeah, we with having the couple days off here between uh, games, we're hoping that that works in our favor to be able to get those players back. Uh, you know, Bernie will have a chance to look at them back home, evaluate. we got a couple bodies sitting at home that we're hoping maybe might be able to inject a little bit of, uh, you know, young, a little bit of uh, fresh legs. Uh, Vikeman, we're not sure what's going to happen there. That was a, a last-minute decision, um, but we'll see. Uh, guys play through certain uh, scrapes and, and nicks that they have during this time of the year, but it's nice to have a couple days off to, to regroup here for those guys that are injured. Yeah, I'm glad to hear you say that because, boy, I'll tell you, I, I've done 70 playoff series, and I, there isn't one time that you get to round three and four that teams aren't battered up. And, and guys want to get out there. They, they, you find out after a series is over how hurt they are. Does that mentality, does that still work in today's game? Yeah, it does. It's, it's you know, the guys, uh, the difference between the regular season and the playoffs. Uh, and, again, it's just two games here with this group. But impressed with the way a lot of guys are battling through, competing, blocking shots, uh, bumps and bruises. I'm sure they have some on their side as well, but, uh, but pushing through some of their injuries. The guys that did leave today, they were in a situation where it wasn't for in the right uh, step to bring them back on the ice. But um, hopeful that those couple days off, we're able to get them some rest and, and get them back in the uh, back on the ice. You have guys that say, I want to play. Let me out there. I don't want to. I'm, I'm, I'm hurt, but I'm not injured. Yeah, I got passions running the bench. The guys are intense. They're into it. And when they leave, they, uh, they're right back down the hallway. Bernie patches them up, and, uh, and they want to get back on the ice again. So that's, that's a, a good thing uh, early here in the playoffs. The guys want to push on and, uh, and be able to win some hockey games and play deep. Cotton at the end there. Uh, and he's just, what do you read there? I haven't heard anything yet. I'm going to uh, check here to see what all, the... All, the I've got, all I've got here, guys, are just roughing minors. Oh. And, uh, and and you know what? And they, they I don't even think they have Cotton listed. They've got Horning, Lipinski, Lambos, Zablitny, all for roughing. That is an experienced referee, knowing his playoffs. Remember I, I said during the broadcast, Coach, I said, when that's over, call it all roughing. If you've got any experience, call it roughing, because I think fights at the 20-minute mark are suspensions, aren't they? Yeah, you'd hate to lose Cotton. He's, oh, he's, man. he's a huge part of our power that's play, a good huge move. part. So that's, that's nice that we're able to keep him uh, in our lineup. He's a big part of especially our, our power play. Coach, the score tonight ultimately means absolutely zero. All right, it's 1-1. You're going into the game Wednesday night. You got Friday. What are you going to tell our fans to expect? Well, the intensity, the excitement of, of playoff hockey, the fighting for every inch on the ice for both teams. Uh, you got a real good team here in Everett, the way they finished the season, and uh, you got a team here with some players coming back with Vikeman that have given us life and uh, and some jump to uh, to be able to compete with this group. So uh, you can see from the two games here last night and tonight that there's not a lot of uh, love between uh, both these teams. So it should be uh, they'll be good games. Congrats on the split, Coach. We will talk to you Wednesday. Thank you. Thank you, Thanks guys. for doing it. That is the associate coach of the Vancouver Giants, Keith McCambridge, after a 1-1 weekend uh, for the Vancouver Giants here in Everett. Uh, that's going to do it for tonight from Everett. We will talk to you on Wednesday when this sh series shifts back to the LEC. Big thanks to Keith McCambridge, to Bill Wilms, to Dale Sipe, to Justin Morissette, to Michael Dick, and to you for making this a part of your weekend. I'm Dan O'Connor. We'll see you Wednesday. A 1-1 series.
Vancouver Giants, Everett Silvertips, White Spot, Giants Hockey, Sportsnet 650.